0: Hey everybody, welcome to this binge listen mega episode of Cliff and Kindle Coast to Coast. Up first, we've got a Cliff and Kindle special where the Cliff and Kindle gang, oh, can you even imagine? They went away for a weekend in the desert, but the things that happened they could never have foreseen. Stay
1: tuned for Cliff and Kindle in the Desert Storm
2: of Cliff and
3: Kendall. Nice
4: day, isn't it?
5: It sure is. I love nice days. Hey, I'm I'm Terry. I'm a temp. I just got off a 16-hour shift as a temporary glass blower. And let me tell you, it's not as easy as it looks. I broke a few things at first, but by lunch had made a blown grass Christmas ball so perfect it made my supervisor for the day cry. Oh boy, the fire that heated the glass was hot. Although now that I think of it, it might not have been as hot as this weekend my friends Cliff and Kendall just had. They were in the desert, but believe it or not, the desert wasn't what made it so hot. Nope, I guess it all began like this. Oh no!
0: What is it? Have you seen how much weight Jonah Hill's lost? He's so slim now. Why do
4: these things always happen to me? Forget that for a minute. I'm trying to FaceTime with Susan. Susan? Susan? Hello? It's not working. I'll just send her a voice text. Susan, we just got to Mrs. Potter Butter Churn's friend's cabin. It's pretty far out of town, so I don't know if I'll be able to FaceTime you tonight so you can make sure I floss, but I'll try to, to FaceTime you. And to floss. I love you. Ugh! Did you have to make love to Susan like that over the phone? Some of us are trying to eat. Ooh, what are you eating? <laughs> There's a bowl of welcome mints over here. I want some. It's been 15 minutes since we ate those pretzels in the car, and I'm starving. <laughs>
6: Oh my, what a lovely cabin dear. Yes, it was lucky
4: my dear friend Jacqueline Kwan owned this cabin in the middle of the desert. It's the perfect spot for a weekend getaway before we move on to our next city on our rye tour. Well, really, it's your rye tour. We're all just along for the ride. It's true, the Busheltown City Council chose me to be their ambassador to the world, on behalf of Busheltown's biggest export, rye. But I couldn't have made it further than smack over a gas bill without all of you.
6: <laughs> what a beautiful sentiment, sugar Lump. <laughs> what a beautiful.
0: You know, I'm sure you guys would rather go to your room and put down all that heavy-looking luggage. But before you do, let me ask you one thing. Did you ever think the ride Tour would last so long? <laughs> and I'm not complaining, okay? From the Berlin Wall, to the Eiffel Tower, to the Outback Steakhouse in Tokyo, I've been able to see the world. I just never ever dreamed we'd be on a years-long rat tour traveling the globe. Nor did I.
4: <laughs> oh, but life rarely turns out the way we assume it will. Mm, that's true. <laughs> and I do miss our old lives in Busheltown that we will surely return to someday. But it's been a blessing to see and meet people from all over the world mm-hmm. and to really understand that more than anything, humankind is one big family.
6: Oh, my. I believe my bowels are straining due to the weight of all this luggage.
4: You're carrying the suitcase with my silver tea service. Come along, daffodil. Hey, where'd all the mints go? I ate them during that moving speech, Mrs. Potter-Butter-Butter-Turn-Made. Well, what are we supposed to do now? We're out of mints.
0: Crockpot stayed in the city with the kids so they could attend that science and technology symposium for toddlers and preschoolers. Charles the contractor is serving seventy six hours in prison for peeing in that bird bath.
4: Moron. He would have gotten just forty eight hours if there hadn't been a bird in it at the time.
0: Hey, look a note. Dear Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Turn and guests, please enjoy my desert cabin this weekend. Make sure, oh, ma- oh, it says make yourself, handwriting is just wow. Make yourself at home. I only ask that you stay out of one room. I have a very expensive collection of movie worn costumes that must stay in pristine condition. You probably won't even notice this room as it is hidden within the cabin. In fact, I don't even know why I'm telling you about it in this note since you would have likely never known about its existence. Oh well, I'm writing this note with one of those golf pencils that has no eraser so there's no turning back now. Enjoy the welcome mints and have a blessed weekend. Yours truly, Jacqueline Quan. Oh, my God. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Yes, if you're thinking that her costume collection could contain something from a Jake Gyllenhaal classic. Oh, my God. If it if it is a sweat-stained tunic from the Prince
4: of Persia, I will pass out. No! What if it's the Yankees cap Billy Crystal wore in the City Slickers? Or or the one he wore in City Slickers 2? We have to find this hidden room. But Mrs. turn won't like us poking around her friend's cabin. Especially since she asked us not to in a note. Well, I hate to say it, but... We just got to keep it secret at all costs.
0: Now, I highly doubt Mrs. Potter, but a butter turn will find out. But if she did, you know she'd forgive us eventually. But if Billy Crystal's hat is in this cabin, could you forgive yourself for not putting it on and taking the picture? No. And if there's one of Jake Gyllenhaal's socks or the hoodie he wore in Donnie Darko, if that's here and I didn't take a, you know, a very few normal, not weird moments alone with something he wore,
4: I would never forgive myself. Okay, but we have to be careful. Cover our tracks and not make a single mistake. No problem. We can't draw any attention to ourselves. Of course not. Hey, look, one of us dropped a mint over and it rolled behind an...
0: uh, Expensive-looking crystal vase. Whoops. (coughs) Uh, My rolling rye barrels, what happened? It sounded like glass shattering. It was. I and Kendall, we both reached for the mint that had rolled behind that very expensive-looking crystal vase... And it all happened so quickly, there's no knowing who actually
4: knocked it over.
6: I have a guess. Oh. Well, there's no use crying over shattered crystal. Uh,
4: no, I suppose not. I forgive you, and I'm sure dear Jackie Kwan would as well, but be very careful for the rest of the weekend. Yes, yes Mrs. Mrs. Potter, 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 butter churn. You know, it would be good if Cliff and I went to our room to think about what we did for a while. Well, I was thinking the same thing. I just didn't want to say it, since you're both almost 40.
0: You know, she's right, Kendall. We're almost grown up, so we have to punish ourselves from now on. Let's go.
6: Oh, dear. Weren't Cliff and Kendall a little hard on themselves? Yes, Daffodil, but I think it's for the best.
4: If they stay in their room, we can really concentrate on what we came here for. And I'm glad they didn't notice
6: this book I'm holding. Oh, my. Yes, that would have been very embarrassing. <laughs> How would we explain it? Well, I suppose if Cliff and Kendall do find our copy of
4: the Kama Sutra for Seniors, we can simply say it's a gift for someone back in Busheltown. sheer Frog Blast, or, or possibly the gray-haired janitor at KBSH. <laughs> I believe his name is Hezekiah.
6: Oh, wouldn't that be lying, Sugar lump? Um,
4: well, we could mail them a copy. Anonymously, of course. That would make it true. Oh,
6: what a creative plan, dear.
4: Yes, now I say we go over behind that kitchen island and try out page 68
6: again. Whoa, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. the pearl diver and the salty clam. Oh, oh, oh. Alright, which one do you want to be this time?
4: Okay, we should start looking around in the bedroom. Maybe there's a secret entrance behind this poster. Kendall, you didn't have to rip up that poster
0: of the Wichita skyline. There can't be an entrance under there. That's the outside wall of the cabin. There's a window right beside you. Nah, there's nothing outside this window but sand. Well, close that sand
4: slide in. I know. Ugh, I got a bunch in my mouth.
0: (coughs) (coughs) Well, maybe there's a hidden door in the back of the closet.
4: I'll check. I'll look in the carpet. Maybe there's a sub-basement.
0: It's nothing.
4: It's just a stupid regular floor.
0: <gasps> I know where it's gotta be. We gotta go to that room we passed on the way here.
4: You mean the room with all those things? They were about the size of a videotapes? Those were books, Kendall. People read them for fun and knowledge. Oh, I don't need one. I have an iPhone. But if we see Mrs. Turn, we can't let her know we're snooping. Yeah, we'll need a cover story. Hmm. I got it. If we see her, we'll say we're in the library to watch one of those books. You mean read a person Reads a book. That's it. We'll do book reading.
6: Oh, oh, we must be ever so quiet, Sugar Lump. Oh, we don't want Cliff and or Kendall to see and or hear us. Make our way out to the rental car. You're right, Daffodil. If we want to try page ninety six, the beast with two backs in the
4: back seat, we must be very, very, very quiet.
0: Ah! Blah! It's you guys. Why are you walking so softly outside our bedroom
4: door? Um, we're walking quite normally. And anyway, have you both thought about what you've done?
0: Yes. And we feel... Wait, are you supposed to feel better or worse after you think about what you've done? I don't know. We feel different. And it's in the past. It's behind us. It's back there. See where my thumb's pointing? Behind us. Back there.
4: Yeah, it's behind us all now. Like it's in the back seat or something.
6: <laughs> Did you say back seat, bus? Yes,
4: yes, whatever made you say that, dear. <laughs> I guess it's in the back seat because, well, life is a highway, so it only follows the. Never mind, Kendall.
0: Let's just all keep going. We all know where we were going.
1: And it doesn't matter where we've been. So let's all move toward our original
3: destinations Yes,
4: we've made up our minds I don't know why we're wasting all this time Let's all go again
1: Let's all go again
4: Don't keep searching for any answers
6: There's nothing to see here anyway
4: (sighs) The Lord above He gives us strength to carry on
1: And since we're all such friends This can be where the conversation ends
6: Here we go again on our own going where we were always going to go
1: we don't have any secrets that you boys can't know (laughs) so I guess we've made up our minds it still feels like we're wasting time no reason for us to stand here in the doorway in
4: this cabin owned by my friend Jackie So let's not linger For the rest of our day And since we're all
1: such Good friends This can be Where the conversation Where it really ends Here we go again
4: On our
6: own Going where We were always intending To go
4: We don't have any secrets
1: that you boys can't know! So I guess we've made up our minds Yet it still
4: feels like we're wasting time!
2: But here we go
6: again! Here we go again!
1: Here we go
3: again!
0: Here we go. Ooh, that was a close one. Oh my god. All right.
4: This is the library and all these things on the shelves are books. Cliff, I know what books are, okay? And you know I know what books are. Remember our favorite boy wizard? His friend Hermione was always talking about books in the Harry Potter movies. Well, here's what I think. I bet Jacqueline Kwan is just like us.
0: Oh, poor thing. Not in like a fat, low-rated way, but if I had a secret room in my house, and a library, I couldn't resist making the secret entrance behind a bookcase. And to open it, you just have to pull out the right book. Hey, yeah. And I bet
4: the title of the book is a clue. What if it's this one right over here? The secret... That'd be a little on-the-nose, wouldn't it? Maybe she picked it because she thought no one would try it, since it was so obvious. (laughs) Obvious like a fox! (gasps) That was it! The
0: bookcase is turning around! Oh my god, we might be about to see some historic movie memorabilia. Holy
4: shit, maybe we could even try on something. If she has a costume from King Ralph. Or the Flintstones
0: movie. Or the Big Lebowski. Or 10 Cloverfield Lane. Okay, so should we just go down this dark and winding stone staircase that leads we know not where... Should we take
4: a torch to light our way? Or we could just flip on this light switch. Oh. Look! There's a door at the end of the staircase. This is it! <gasps> I can feel it. Door's
0: locked. What's well, Hey, I've got an idea. We'll use some unexpected materials and we'll Magnum P.I. our
4: way out of this. You mean MacGyver our way out of this. Like we use chewing gum and a mousetrap to explode the door open. No, I meant Magnum P.I.
0: It was in reference to this enormous Hawaiian shirt I'm wearing to camouflage my fat rolls. But MacGyver does make more sense. Now hand me your glasses.
4: Okay. What are you going to do with those?
0: Oh, I was hoping one of the shards would be long and skinny and you could pick the lock. But the lens is just broken to a million tiny pieces. Oh, well, here you go. You broke my glasses? Now,
4: how am I supposed to read the nutrition facts on the back of the donut wrappers? Kendall, could you just think of the greater good for once? Me? Me thinking of the greater good? Wasn't it me that just paid Charles the Contractor's legal fees for peeing in public? Again? Well, at the bus
0: station in Tbilisi, I held the door open for that woman I thought was Vicki Lawrence. So, we're both good people. Okay, okay. How do we get in this door? What if? What if this door is a trick, too? Like, with the book upstairs. Maybe we have to push in the right brick or something. We can try. Huh. I guess not. All right. Let's just sit
4: down and think Ouch. about... Uh, what is it? I poked myself with the toothpick I keep in my pocket. Toothpick you keep in your pocket? Yeah, in case I see any cheese cubes. But hey, I, I bet we could use the toothpick to... Pick, pick the lock! lock. Deal. Our post marital relations nap lasted longer
6: than planned. <laughs> oh, 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 we've been asleep in the back seat of this car for hours. Oh, it's the middle of the night. Oh, you know, I was having the most bizarre dream. I believe it was the eve before Opie's birthday, and we were out shopping in Busheltown but all the stores were closed except for the one that sells fertilizer so we were of course forced to purchase 80 pounds of bushel farms brand plant fertilizer and we had to carry it out to the car with our bare hands
4: daffodil while you were having that boring dream I took a closer look at the night sky outside
6: you're so observant dear
4: yes and I've deduced it isn't the night sky at all During our nap, the rental car's been buried in sand. Oh no! How will we ever escape? I'm not sure. But we've got to get out, not only for the children's sake, but also so we can try page
6: 116, Jonah and the Whale. Oh, that sounds like a heavenly experience. Oh, it will be. For every time a couple a couple whose
4: love has been ordained by God, when they come together to perform holy marital relations,
6: it is all to the glory of Jehovah himself. Oh, my, Shigalum, you know how I feel when you speak to me so sensually. I want to kiss you in Paris. Oh, I want to hold your hand in Rome, girl.
3: (laughs) I want to run
4: naked in a rainstorm. Make love in a train. Cross country. You put this in me.
2: So now... Oh, now what?
7: Wanting,
3: needing, waiting for for you to justify justify my love. love. Hoping, praying for you
6: to justify my love. Oh, Oh, I want to know you. Oh, not like that. I don't want to be your mother.
4: I don't want to be your sister either.
0: I just want to be a lover. We're inside. And I just thought of something else we could try on, one of those big hats Kate Winslet wore in Titanic.
4: Ooh! Or one of those big hats Mike Myers wore in the horrible movie version of the Cat in the Hat. shit! No costumes. What's this? A triple penetration machine? Uh. This is just a boring old sex dungeon. We've wasted so much time. Cliff, you shouldn't bounce around on that sex swing like that. I highly doubt it's meant to hold someone as fat as you.
0: Oh, Kendall, sex swings these days... Oh! ow, ow, Ow! Ow! Oh, help me up!
4: I told you.
0: Oh, I fell in one of and Quan's big wieners and it poked me in the butt. Oh, let's get out of here. Oh, stop!
4: Look over there. Another door. Do you think? Could it be? Oh, I hope so. Daddy needs to see one of Billy Crystal's tasteful sweaters from When Harry Met Sally. Oh, it goes outside. I guess this is just the Sex Dungeons emergency
0: exit. Well, we might as well go out that way. I need some fresh air. I think the smell of all these rubber dongs is going to my head. Kendall, watch out, there, don't prick yourself on that! Ow. Ouch! Cactus. Stupid pointy cactus. <laughs> I'm getting a lot of sand
4: flying in my face. You? Yeah, but that's not as bad as the prick from Ow, a... Oh, shit!
2: Goddamn <laughs> cactus. Oh,
4: let's walk away from these awful things. <sighs> oh, that's better. Hey, look. Oh, Over on the cabin's window's ledge, it's a ceramic gnome. Just like my Cajun grandmother used to have. I gotta take a picture to send to Susan. You should bring it over here, out of the
0: shadow of that giant pile of sand.
4: Oh, good idea. Oh! That was a scorpion nest inside. Run! (laughs) Oh.
0: Oh! This is one harsh and unforgiving desert. Oh, you're telling me. Oh, I don't want to get stung by a scorpion. Oh, it hurts. It makes it hard to breathe, which it's already hard for me to breathe because I'm so fat. And it makes it where you can't even swallow. That's one of my favorite things to do is to swallow. Hey, where's our rental car? Didn't we park it out here by this gnome in the cactus garden? I thought so. I don't see anything now but a giant pile of sand. You don't think Mrs. Potter, Turn and Mr. Snodbottom
4: left to go eat without
0: us, do you?
4: Nah. I bet all this wind blew all this sand and buried the car. Which is something that happens all the time in the desert. They did a whole Mythbusters episode about it. Busted the myth that it doesn't happen. We should probably dig it out. Dig it out? With our hands? Oh, come on. It'll be fun. It's not buried that deep. Okay.
0: I'm tired already. Shut up. Did you hear that? The wind blowing sand in my ears? Yeah, I hear it.
4: No, it it's a tiny banging sound. What?
0: <gasps> There's someone in the car. Oh, please. You think a desert nomad stopped in for a nap and got buried alive?
4: Maybe. <gasps> or maybe Mrs. Butterturn and Mr. Snodbottom got into the car to go buy some more snacks, and before they knew it, they were buried alive. Keep digging. Is the car shaking? <sighs> they could be quaking with fear. Or what if it's something really horrible, like... Like
0: they got stung by scorpions and they're seizing up, and by the time we get to them, they'll be dead. Oh, I'm down to the
4: car! If I could just get to the door handle. All right, get it. a man whose pleasures depend on the permission of another.
6: Love me? Oh, that's right. Love me.
7: Oh, I wish I could still have your baby. Oh, my God.
2: Oh, oh, oh my bomb's bursting in air. We were, um, just...
6: Um... Oh, 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 uh, oh, Oh, my.
4: Oh, uh-oh. Um, I think I'm going to faint. Watch out. Don't faint into that. Oh, 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 that is more painful than it looks. Ooh, hey, I think you missed a spike when you were pulling all those oh, prickers out of my butt. Well, sorry. Your butt's a huge mountainous area
0: with many nooks and crannies and hard to reach spaces. No offense. None taken. Where are they? Mrs. Butter Butter Butterbutterbutterturn said she and Mr. Snodbottom were going to go to bed. Oh, God, haven't they had enough? To sleep! And she reiterated that when we found them in the car, they had just become very sweaty and disoriented after being trapped under all that sand.
4: Yeah, right.
0: Why were they out there in the first place? She said they were doing some kind of special prayer blessing for the rental car, and that's the story I choose to believe. Anyway, with them in bed, we can finish searching the cabin. We've already looked in the closet and in the sex dungeon. Where else is there? I'm not sure, but I know one thing that'll help us think. Food! Food. And that's the last Pop-Tart. Alright, we've searched the cupboards and the pantry. Now on to the refrigerator.
4: Nothing but a bunch of jams, jellies, and black olives. Maybe we should look down here. You know there won't be anything we want to eat down in the vegetable crisper. What if Jackie Kwan hit her best desserts in there just to throw off so's like us? Fatso's like a fox. (gasps) Oh my god, just a bunch of mushrooms. More like magic mushrooms. When you opened the vegetable crisper, the cabinet moved over to reveal a hidden passageway. (gasps) Oh my god, that's gotta be it. Come on, this is our moment of truth moment, I just know it. There's a door at the end of this hall and it's made of gold. Like a golden globe. Luckily, I still had my cheese toothpick. Give me a second with this lock. Mm, got it! Ah. Oh my god. Look at all the clothes.
5: This is it.
4: <gasps> a black suit? Maybe it's from Analyze This or Analyze That. Is it? Nah, it's just something Ben Affleck wore in The Accountant. Was that a movie? I guess.
0: Unless this suit belonged to Ben Affleck's actual accountant. Well, if it did, at least he was probably Matt Damon's accountant, too. Hey, these pants over here are almost my size! Ooh, are they from an Awesome John Goodman movie? Oh, no. Kevin James wore them in Paul Blart too. (laughs) God, he was so fat. (laughs) If these were any bigger, I could fit into them. Oh, holy moly! It's... it's... Is it Billy Crystal's City Slickers hat? Jake Gyllenhaal's Prince of Persia turban?
4: No, but I've got to put this on. It's the big flowery dress Mrs. Doubtfire wore to the pool. Are you (laughs) kidding me? It's me. You've denied Doubtfire, dear. It was a drive-by fruiting deal!
0: Oh, you look great in that! You know, I found something It's not as cool, but I can probably fit in it. What? It's an elephant harness from Operation Dumbo Drop. <laughs> oh, no, wait, here's something better! It's one of the dresses Dom DeLuise wore in Haunted Honeymoon! And it's just my size! Oh, my God, it w- Dom DeLuise must have left this in the
4: pocket! What is it? Half a bag of M&M's! <gasps> Ooh, give him here, I'm starving! It's been like three minutes since we ate those Pop-Tarts. Ooh, mm, yeah. Well. Oh, that's for i for thirty years. Oh my God, I want to steal this. What? Did you find Jake Gyllenhaal's jock strap for that
0: boxing movie? No, and quit saying arousing things while I'm wearing Dom DeLuise's dress. <laughs> I found a little suit Danny DeVito wore in Twins. If I could steal one thing and one thing for somebody else, I'd steal this Danny DeVito suit for Fonky and. Hmm. Um, this John Travolta hairpiece from Ladder 49, because we probably have the same head size. What would you
4: steal? Uh, for me, since we haven't found any Billy Crystal stuff, I'd take uh, Chevy Chase's sombrero from Three Amigos. <laughs> and for Susan, I'd steal this see-through erotic nightgown.
0: I don't think that's a nightgown. I'm pretty sure it's a bridal veil from 27 Dresses. Then I
4: will steal it. Susan loves that movie. Rump roasts. I hope I didn't hear one of you boys say something about stealing. No, no, he wasn't really
0: stealing. We were just planning a game of what would you steal. That sounds like a gateway to stealing.
6: Oh my, what's going on here, Sugar Lump?
4: Well, for some reason, Cliff and Kendall are parading around in Jackie Kwan's clothing, and it sounds like they're planning a robbery.
8: Whoa.
4: These aren't her clothes. Uh, technically, they're hers. I mean, yeah, the clothes
0: belong to her, but these are classic movie costumes. Hmm. I don't recall Roseanne
4: Barr wearing either of those pieces in She-Devil. They're not Roseanne's. Hey, wait. How'd you guys find this place? It took us forever. We were both peckish for a nice, crisp vegetable, and then all of a sudden a hidden passage appeared. And, well, oh, maybe it's my hunger or the dry desert air that's caused my crankiness. I'm sure you boys didn't mean any harm. We never do.
0: And I think we might all be feeling a little weird about this afternoon. Why,
4: whatever are you referring to, boy? The car! When you and missus potta were having a husband and wife moment? No! <laughs> um, I, 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 didn't I tell you that we were uh, checking each other's bodies for sanity? <laughs> Let's just cut out all these secrets and lies. He's right. We're all pretty much grown up here. Yeah,
0: and as disgusting as it is to imagine, we all do gross grown up
4: things. Um, You're making me sick talking like
0: that. I'm getting nauseous too, okay? I certainly don't want to imagine any of us having sex. <laughs> but I think we have a choice to make. We can be adults and sit down and have a frank discussion about our human needs. Or or we could apply a
4: phrase I just coined. What happens at Jacqueline Quan's cabin in the desert stays at Jacqueline's cabin in the desert. I like that
6: one. Very eloquently put, dear.
4: Okay, but that means Kendall and I get
0: to go try on all those Medea dresses over there. Well, I'm glad we wrapped everything all up. If it weren't real life, we'd probably finish the whole thing with a song. Yes, I will, 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 will. There may be trouble ahead.
1: But while there's moonlight and music and love and romance, let's face the music and
4: dance. Before the fiddlers have fled, before they ask us to pay the bill. And while we still have the chance Let's face the music and dance Soon we'll, we'll be without, without the moon humming a different,
1: different tune and, and then There may be teardrops to shed <laughs> So while there's moonlight and music And love plus romance
6: Let's face face the the music music and dance! Let's face face the the music music and dance! Oh, you know Sugar Lump, all these body gyrations remind me of page 138 in our book the innocent maiden and in the wishing world. Well. Oh, Daphne. as soon as Cliff and Kendall climb up, let's head back to our bedroom. Oh, I can't wait, dear. And this time, I get to be the innocent maiden. Oh, whatever you say, girl.
4: There may be trouble ahead But while there's moonlight and music and love and romance Let's face the music and
5: And I guess that about wraps things up.
9: Well, that's good, because my bus is here.
5: Okie doke, but keep it real, compadre. Oh, and that is a secret, so it stays just between us, okay? Sure. Good afternoon. Nice weather, isn't it? It sure is. I love nice weather. Not too hot, not too cold. Nope, it's definitely not too hot. And definitely not as hot as this weekend my friends Cliff and Kendall just had. They were in the desert, but believe it or not, that's not what was causing all the heat. Maybe it was this book called the Karma Sutra for singers. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh sorry I fell off of my chair from laughing so hard <laughs> at that special <laughs> Whoa! I'm still laughing up next is another one what happens when Cliff and Kendall solve a murder
4: Wow, Cliff and Kendall are on the
0: Horn of Africa. Kendall, on the Horn of Africa? (laughs) You blew it already.
4: We're in the Horn of Africa. If we're in it, it sounds like we're about to be blown out. But we're on it, like on top of the trumpet where the piston valves are. The piston valves? You're just making up stuff now. Whatever. Look how beautiful these beaches are. Yeah, and we're staying in
0: one of these houses nearby. We'll be so close. (laughs) Instead of using the bathroom in the house, we can just come
4: pee in the ocean. Oh, God, look over there. Charles, the contractor's already getting started. Charles, why are you peeing on the beach? Can't you wait? Hey, man, Uh, I saw some fire ants, so I thought I'd introduce them to my hoes, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Charles, please put that thing away and take our luggage over to the porch of that blue house. I've just gotten the keys to our rooms. I can't believe you knew somebody with a house here in Djibouti. Well, we're not really that close. The owner of this home is my neighbor's barber's third cousin's ex-step-sister-in-law, Janine. (laughs) And we're staying in Janine's Djiboutian J-boarding house. Oh,
6: my. I do hope we're getting some sort of friends and family discount. Of course,
4: Daffodil. I've already seen to that.
6: Oh, wonderful.
4: Hey,
0: look. There's a door between our rooms. And it smells the same in here as in my room. What would you say that smell is?
4: I thought probably the cleaning lady farted and then lit a match to cover the stench. <sighs> well, she needs some
0: of Mr. Snodbottom's bowel medication. Although, none of it ever seems to work.
4: You know, Susan was so jealous when I told her we'd be spending a week at the beach. She's on her way to a business conference in the Arabian Desert. When did you talk to her? Didn't I tell you I ran into her? On our last layover at the airport? Really? Really? Yeah, it was when you were in that bookstore for an hour.
0: Listen, Stephen King releases so many books, I can't afford to buy them all. So, you know,
4: I just read a few chapters at a time during each layover to be thrifty. And just between you and me, while you were doing that, Susan and I joined the Mile Low Club. The Mile Low Club? Like you went to the basement or something? No, we we did it in a, in a broom closet at the airport a mile under where the planes fly. The Mile Low Club sounds like you did it in the bottom of a mine shaft. No, it makes perfect sense.
0: Well, maybe to weirdo straight people. Anyway, when we stopped at the convenience store down the street, I saw this guy behind the dumpster wink at me. So I'm going to go see if that means the same thing in Djibouti as it does in Busheltown. But hey, you know, there is one thing different about our rooms.
4: Yours is way colder. See how hard my nipples are? Yeah, look, I'm hard too. Come in. I'm not interrupting anything R-rated, am I?
0: Oh no, Kendall and I were just saying how hard our nipples are. Oh my, maybe I should
4: bring you boys these tourism pamphlets later. No, it's because his room's so cold. Don't you feel that? Hmm, now that you mention it, it is a bit frosty in here.
0: And my room is so hot, I got sweaty just, well, just standing in there. And Kendall's room is wonderfully frigid, and I don't even see an air conditioner.
4: Guess I'm just lucky.
10: Bonjour.
0: Did you say bonjour? So you were winking at me when I passed by the dumpster earlier.
10: No, pardon moi, I was not winking. I had just taken out a bag of smelly wet garbage and my, how do you say, imitation eye popped out by accident. Oh, your glass eye? Sadly, no. It is not made of glass, but of rubber, which makes it much harder to catch after a pop-out.
0: But you got it. Unless you unless you have some kind of drawer full of spare eyes back there.
10: No, no. All of my spare eyes are back home. I recovered this side, the one I am pointing to, lodged in a pile of racked feces. But enough about me. How can I help you today?
0: I just came in because uh, you weren't winking. Never mind. Um, do you sell king size Reese's Peanut Butter Cups or Diet 7-Up?
10: To my great displeasure, we do not. Okay, then. Uno momento. Do I detect an American accent?
0: Yeah, my friends and I are from Busheltown, USA. One of my friends is on a tour spreading the good news about rye. Mm,
10: But of course.
0: We're staying in that blue house down the block.
10: The blue one? Sacre bleu! Something very bad happened there not long ago
0: really what it
10: is not for me to say but
0: if we could be in some kind of danger don't you think you should let us know sorry
10: no it would be gossip and i bet my sister that i could go longer without gossiping than she could go without eating frozen yogurt it's been two weeks so far and we're both feeling very better Uh, please if we need to leave you gotta no no i'm afraid i am bound by my honor But if you are from the United States, perhaps you would like to discuss the hot subjects du jour. For example, I hear your country has really gone to shit after since... Uh, we
0: wouldn't know. We're so busy traveling, we can't keep up with the news. But I'll just tell you, we believe in peace and love and equality and the brotherhood of man and truth and justice and a non-Ben Affleck Batman.
4: Okay, we gotta go. Bye! (laughs) Okay, Daffodil, how does this sound? a funny thing happened on the way to the community center tonight. I was having a bowl of barley rye chowder, and it seems there was a tiny fly swimming in my soup. I pointed this out to the waiter, and he apologized. Then he ran back in the kitchen to get me a larger fly.
6: Oh, oh, oh. that sounds very unhygienic, dear.
4: I suppose you're right. I'll ask Kendall to help me with a new opening joke in the morning.
6: Excellent plan. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, 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 my. I think I'm ready for bed, Sugar Lump. As am I. I just need a freshly laundered doily to
4: place over my pillow, and it lights out for me. Oh,
6: I only need to say my prayers and count my loose change from the day.
4: Oh, I do hope Crockpot and the children are having a good time at that sleepover for preschoolers at the Museum of the Djiboutian Culture. I sure do miss tucking them in.
6: Oh, I know that they are. Wherever we go, funky and Opie love soaking up local color, and that's one thing that will never change. Oh, speaking of chains, I experienced a rather bizarre occurrence concerning chains today.
4: Is that so? Do tell.
6: I was coming down the hallway, and I spied a loose thread in the carpet. I decided I'd pull the thread before anyone could trip on it. And as I bent down, I dropped my coin pouch. Oh, and it spilled all over the floor. Oh, how terrible. Yes, and when I was on the floor recovering my runaway coins, uh, another lodger passed by. I wished him a hearty good afternoon, and he merely nodded in return. Oh, oh,
4: yes, yes, I I can see how that would be.
6: Oh, why, I'd swear that man could look at nothing but my coins. I'll never forget that look in his eyes or the bright green color of his hair, which was very unusual for a man his age. Yes, very unusual indeed.
2: He's sitting right there smiling at me. I feel like a Laker girl. It's unbelievable. But Jack,
4: the glasses, man. You're indoors, the dark glasses. You're indoors. You know why you need it? You're such a big star. Your own luster gets in your eyes. That's how big you are, man. (laughs) Hilarious. Oh, those classic Oscar monologues never get old. Now for some alone time. All right, where's that picture from my wedding? Oh, here it is. Oh yeah, sexy. Look at that cake. How so many layers all covered in frosting come to daddy. Whoa! Decorative ashtray just flew across the room and smashed against the wall. It was what? It was supposed Did you just to throw an ashtray been. in my room? <laughs> <laughs> Why would I do that? I don't know, maybe Jake Gyllenhaal got snubbed for something today. Snubbing
0: season doesn't start for another five months. Oh. Hmm, that's weird. Because an ashtray just shattered against my wall. You probably bumped it with your fat. What were you doing when it happened? Um... Mm-hmm, that's what I thought. You were having some alone time looking at pictures of Martha Stewart pie recipes online. No, I wasn't.
4: It was a picture of my wedding cake.
0: Kendall, you're the last true family man. Whatever you were looking at, your elbow was doing the neutron dance, and it, or one of your other bodily protrusions, slammed into the ashtray. Yeah, I... I guess you're right. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm watching old Sybil episodes on Amazon Prime.
4: Can he do that? He didn't
7: actually fire me. He just took away my dressing room, my wardrobe.
4: I don't know what's going on. I'll worry about it tomorrow. Whatever it is, it's over for tonight. All right, lights out. Now I'm in bed, and it's over. <laughs> <gasps> Who? Who's opening my luggage? Maybe it's just the wind. Yeah, definitely the wind. My pencil sharpener! That can't be the wind! Now the toilet? Oh god, what next? Who is that? What's going on? Oh my god, oh my god. Cliff! Cliff! Doesn't that door have a lock? My room is going crazy. Things are moving by themselves and I keep hearing a disembodied voice.
0: Okay, I don't believe any of that, but you clearly do, so have a seat. I was just about to listen to some soothing Dolly Parton, track number four from the album Great Balls of Fire.
3: Help.
7: I need somebody. Help.
4: Oh, no, 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 what's going on, what's going on? Oh, this must be a dream. I'll just lay back down in my bed and then wake up.
3: Help me!
4: No, no, this isn't happening. Hey, man, I really need your help
11: here. Help? You mean you don't want to possess me or kill me? Shoot, no, my man. How can I explain this? I'm in kind of a sticky pickle. See, three weeks ago on a night just like tonight, except it was raining, I was murdered in this very room. Oh, that's awful. Yes, it was. Or at least I assume it was. I can't really remember the specifics of how I died, but I think I have a pretty good idea of who's to blame. So, if you don't mind, could you help me solve my murder? I think if you did, I could... Move on up to the other side.
4: If I don't, will you keep throwing all my stuff around?
11: Probably.
4: Then I'll do it. What's first?
11: first i tell you all about me in life my name was linda phipps i grew up and lived in busheltown until the spring of my 45th year i decided then it was time i strike out on my own and i eventually settled here in Djibouti. for a few years i was a successful lawn care service provider then one day i accidentally used a batch of expired toxic weed suppressant It ended up poisoning all the lawns I was caring for. I was pretty down on my luck after that. Got addicted to online gaming. As fate would have it, I ended up here at Janine's Djiboutian Jiborden house, where I'm at the love of my life. Who was that? It was (laughs) Janine. Boy, she's something. She's been running this place for over 30 years, and it seems like everybody from Busheltown that finds their way to the Horn of Africa comes here to stay. What a woman. We fell in love after bonding over a shared hatred of mule bites.
4: If you're in love with Janine, why doesn't she help solve your murder? Doesn't she live upstairs on the third floor?
11: Yes, but I'm sad to say Janine might be the one that done it. What? I had gotten pretty deep in the hole with my online gaming. There was just nowhere else to turn, so I withdrew 900 bucks from Janine's savings account. And as good a woman as she is, Janine could get violent over money. Once on a date, I saw her drop a dollar, and this dude was picking it up for her, but she thought he was stealing it, I guess, because then she need him in the man marbles. Okay, so it probably was Janine. Wow,
4: I can't believe Mrs. churn's neighbor's barber's third cousin's
11: ex-step-sister-in-law is a killer. Or, it could have been this weird green-haired guy that has a room downstairs. See... I had this really impressive Beanie Baby collection, and sometimes I'd carry some of my babies with me to dinner, and if this guy was there, he'd always, I am so hard, because I have some of the rarest and most valuable Beanie Babies, like Patty the Platypus and Claude the Crab, and I knew, he knew, how much they're worth, so he couldn't stop staring. Same as when Elizabeth Taylor used to wear her diamonds out in public, probably, so He might have come in to steal my baby beanies and killed me when I got in his way.
4: Okay, so I'll just figure out which one of them it was. Or,
11: there's one more suspect. Great. The week before I died, there was a string of still unsolved axe murders in town. And it's possible that I was randomly killed by an anonymous axe maniac.
4: This is going to be tough. Now that everyone's finally awake, I have to tell you what happened to me last night. I was visited by a ghost. (laughs) Yeah, right. Visited by a ghost. (laughs) Get a load of Ebenezer fat over here. Really? Remember when I told you my room was going crazy? Well, right after that the ghost of a woman named Linda appeared
6: to me. What? flaming
4: rye bales, how could this
6: be? Oh boy, perhaps it was a bit of mustard and nothing more.
4: It wasn't mustard, it was a real ghost. Candle,
0: please tell me this is some sort of sick joke. You know my philosophy is the opposite of the
4: Ghostbusters. I am afraid of Yes Ghost. I admit it's kind of scary, but she needs our help solving her murder. Well, I suppose if it's in the name of justice, the proper etiquette would be to help
6: her. Oh, Sugarlump, you can't be suggesting we dabble in the occult. Not
4: only if it's in the interest of the greater good, dear. Oh, ho, 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 ho. So what do we do? We'll have to talk to the suspects, which could be dangerous and life-threatening even.
0: We don't know anything about this town. How will we like No problem
4: turns out two out of the three suspects live in our boarding house oh oh my we could be bunking with a killer dead linda died three weeks ago last night we need to know if her suspects have alibis or not so i'll tell you everything i know about the suspects including that one of them is an axe murderer. then we should split up and do some detective work if we work fast we could be done before lunch oh kendall what have you gotten us mixed up in now I just told you. I was being rhetorical. Wait a minute. To solve this murder, won't we need all the help we can get? Why didn't you ask Charles the contractor to meet us down here on the beach? For just that reason. We need all the help we can get. And we know Charles couldn't be of any help. He's probably set the kitchen on fire or pee in somebody's oatmeal. Two things he's done too many times before. Well, when you put it like that, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, makes sense to me. Very
6: logical, Boa.
4: So let's make sure not to tell him. (laughs) Mrs. Butter, butter, butter
0: churn, how are we going to get Janine to tell us what she was doing three weeks ago last night?
4: I think we'll butter her up with some old-fashioned Busheltown hospitality, start a friendly conversation, and then nonchalantly probe her for information. Okay, but is it proper etiquette to just knock on the door of her private living quarters like this? Certainly. She's the proprietress of this boarding house, and if we really want to solve this ghost murder by lunch, we have to get this ball rolling. Can I help y'all? Hmm. Well, I'm Mrs. Butterchard. You remember me from when I checked in yesterday. And this is my friend Cliff. He and I were both traveling from Busheltown and I thought it would be the polite thing to do to drop by and say hello. 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 Um, oh, I wanted to give you, as a gesture of goodwill, a copy of my famous lemonade souffle recipe. It serves a party of eight, or Cliff and Kendall.
0: (laughs) That's the truth. There's nothing better on a hot day than a big steaming bowl of Mrs. Butter -butter Churn's lemonade souffle.
5: You know, that does sound good. Why don't y'all come in and sit a spell? I was just about to have a pot of rye tea. Would you care to join me? Yes, that sounds lovely. Why don't y'all take a sit-over in the sitting area? When I was a child in Busheltown, my great-grandmother, whom we charmingly referred to as Mima, would make a boiled peanut cobbler every summer, but I look forward to trying out this lemonade souffle. Now, do either of y'all take sugar with your tea? One sugar from me, please.
4: I'll take Truvia, if you've got it. It's in the bowl on the table. So, Janine, what inspired you to dedicate your life to this quaint little boarding house here on the Horn of Africa?
5: Oh, it's a long story, I'm afraid. About 37 years ago, I was falling Black Sabbath on a world tour, and my car broke down in front of this here boarding house. As I was waiting for a repairman, I became friendly with the gentleman that owned the property. I decided to stay on for a few days, during which the owner of the house took ill. In the absence of any friends or family, the boarding house was willed to me upon the death of its owner. Sorry about how long that story was. It felt really long to me. Was it too long?
0: No, it was fine. Although I, I guess you could take out the Black Sabbath part if you were trying to shave it down.
4: Nonsense! It was long, but necessarily so, and interesting all the way through. Not unlike Lawrence of Arabia in
0: that way. Yeah, it was kind of like Lawrence of Arabia, I guess. Uh, so that was 37 years ago. What about um I don't know. Oh, say three weeks ago last night. What were you up to then? <laughs> What are you doing? Just trying to get to know Janine a little better by picking a random date in the recent past and seeing what was shaking.
5: We already know she's into heavy metal. Now let's explore. Well, as it turns out, three weeks ago last night, my girlfriend Linda died. It was very sudden and tragic. If you'll excuse me. I keep a photo of a smiling puppy in the other room to look at when I get too sad. I think I better go look at it. Oh, will
4: just be a minute. Oh, I don't think it could be her. Did you hear how sad she was about poor dead Linda? I think you're right. I know I made her cry before she could
0: produce an alibi, but she seems innocent to me. Maybe we should just go. What's the etiquette on
4: that? Well, to really understand the situation, it it helps to think of a certain expression favored by Queen Anne, which goes the earlier to sun... <gasps> oh my god! Look under the sofa! It's... It's... Oh, it can't be! It's a bloody
2: axe! <gasps>
0: What if Janine not only killed Linda, but it's also the serial axe murderer? What if she's in the other room now looking for her axe? Because she forgot it's in the sofa over there. Oh my god, oh my god. Let's get out of here, let's get out of here.
4: (laughs) Okay, here's how I think we should play it with the suspect. We'll tell him we're the cops looking into the murder. I think I've seen enough law and order commercials to make us seem believable.
6: Whatever you say, Boy, but be careful. This man was behaving very bizarrely around my coin pouch just yesterday. Something tells me he wanted to steal it.
4: Deadlinda also said this guy might have stolen her beanie babies, so be on the lookout for those.
6: Alright. Are these kidney beans or what exact variety of bean was stolen, Boy?
4: Never mind, I'll watch for those. Maybe he's not home? What? Oh, uh, we're detectives looking into a crime that happened here a few weeks ago, and we'd like to ask you some questions.
2: Yeah, if you's the cops, where's your badges?
4: We're undercover, and if we had our badges, that would make us look too much like cops, so we left them at the precinct. Uh, Your story checks out. So what? There was a murder upstairs on the second floor three weeks ago last night. We need to know what you were doing that night.
2: Three weeks ago last night, I was here in my room, doing what I do every night. Handcrafting bead jewelry.
4: And is there someone that can corroborate your, corroborate your story?
2: Hell no. The life of a bead jewelry maker is a solitary one.
6: Oh my.
2: Take a look around my room. Does it look like the room of a murderer to you? Practically all I got is this bed, this lamp, and my beads. I ain't nothing but a Busheltown rye salesman, disbarred by the Grain Council in the 70s, who done moved here to the Horn of Africa to start a new life. Sorry about it, fellas, but you barking up the wrong tree with this one out.
6: Oh, he sounds quite innocent to me, boy. Well, darn. I hope Cliff and
4: Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Turn are having better luck. We apologize for bothering you, sir.
6: Deepest apologies and many condolences on your green hair.
4: It's a genetic
6: condition. And we'll be praying for you. (gasps) You better pray for us. Look over in the corner. It's... it's...
4: Oh oh, 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 my! It's a bloody axe! What's what's that all about?
7: Oh, that old thing? (laughs) I just used it... for killing.
4: (sighs) You not only killed dead Linda, you did all those other axe murders too. Mr. Sodbottom, we gotta get out of here!
6: Whoa! whoa, whoa.
0: <sighs> Suddenly I'm overcome with jealousy. What is it, dear? Look at that seagull! You see how skinny its legs are? I'll never have great legs like that seagull. But I wonder what it turn! Cliff! Kendall, Kendall, hurry over here to our meeting spot. We have big news.
6: We've got bigger news. It's quite explosive, dear.
0: Just wait until you hear what we've deduced. Wait, hold on. There's Charles the contractor. He's coming over here. Remember, nobody tell him what we're doing. Hey,
2: guys. These waves out here are pretty bitchin'. Uh, Any of y'all want to join me for a dip? Uh, Bathing suit's optional. (laughs) No, thank you, Charles. Uh, Yeah, I think we'll skip that.
0: Uh, uh, Say, uh... What are y'all doing over here anyway if you ain't swimming? We're just taking in some breathtaking sea views. Okay, bye, see you later. All right, man, I'll I'll catch y'all
2: on the flippity-flop.
4: Okay, now that we've gotten rid of Charles, time for my
0: news. But first, our news. missus Potter butter -butter Platter-Butter-Butter-Churn and I have reason to believe that Janine not only killed dead Linda, but she's also the serial ax murderer.
4: We saw her bloody ax! Oh my! But none of that can be true. We talked to the green-haired guy, we think he'd killed Dead Linda and that he's the
6: serial axe murderer. It was quite harrowing. We saw his bloody axe and, ho oh, he confessed that he used it for killing. How can this be? I don't know. I think the only thing we can do now
4: is to try and contact the ghost of Dead Linda and get more information. You know,
0: at this rate, we'll never get this
4: murder solved by lunch. Damn it! I do hope we can help this ghost cross over into heaven before the children return this evening. With ghosts and ex-murderers, I'm no longer convinced this boarding house is safe.
0: I hope Mr. Snodbottom and Mrs. Potter, butter -butter churn, can keep Charles on the beach and out of our way. If he got involved, we'd probably end up working through supper, too.
4: We can't let that happen. Linda, if you can hear me, please manifest. We need information before you can finally rest.
0: Do you have to rhyme like that when you talk to her? No, it just happened. The vacuum! Your electric razor! It's not even plugged in!
4: She must be close.
0: Is that your dot matrix printer or did it come with the room? Linda! You're here! So weird. I can see Linda, but I can also see through her into the bathroom. Ugh, Kendall, your toilet
11: lid's up and it's grossing me out. So, have y'all found out who's my killer yet?
4: No, we've hit a little snag. You said there were three suspects, and only one of them was an axe murderer, but... (gasps) Who could that be? Peek through the look
11: hole. (gasps) It's Janine. And her axe. (laughs) Janine! My sweet, beautiful Janine! Oh no, she must be here to kill us! Oh, are you guys addicted to online gaming too? Did you also steal from Janine to cover your debts? No, she's the serial axe murderer. (laughs) That
4: can't be true. Then what's the axe for?
5: Are y'all gonna let me in there, or what? Oh,
4: what do you need? I'm naked.
5: You think I give a shit? I'm a lesbian
11: with an axe.
4: I told you she was the killer. But I really thought the green-haired guy was the killer.
11: He had a bloody killing axe, too. Well, of course he did. Everybody that lives in this building has a killing axe. What? what? For the rats.
5: The people under you have been hearing rats scurry up above them. The building's overrun by rats, haven't you noticed? No. Who who is that in there? Don't I recognize that lovely lady's voice? Holy, she's on a Wednesday! It is! My Linda baby, is that you? I've missed you more these past three weeks, more than I can humanly express.
11: I'm so sorry, Janini Weenie. I'm so sorry I stole from you to feed my online gaming addiction. Baby, you know I don't care about that. You're the one person I... I would have given it all to. Then you... You didn't kill me in a fit of money-related rage. Shoot, no, baby. Don't you remember how you died? I don't have a clue, Waney. Just do what I always told you to do when you lost your car keys. Oh, good idea. Alright, what was I doing just before I set down my keys? No, just before I died. I was... Here, in my room, I'd spent the day outside watering Janine's turnip patch, so I was fairly smelly, and I needed to take a bath. I filled up my tub, and I got out my satellite radio. I tuned it to my preferred Busheltown station, Rye 99, my favorite show was on, Dolores. Dolores. She made a long-distance dedication from a serviceman to his wife, or from a wife to a serviceman, something like that, and and I wanted to make sure I heard the whole thing, so I rigged up my satellite radio next to the tub. I secured it by winding toilet paper all around it through this loop thing. Uh Uh-oh, just as I was tearing up, thinking about the wife and the servicemen or whatever, the teepee gave way. The radio fell in the tub and I, and I, oh no. Why well, I wasn't bothered at all. It was a simple accident anybody could have made. Oh, I'm feeling lighter already. I think I'm about to ascend into the stars. Oh, baby, I wish you didn't have to go. Don't you know you're the only reason I'd want to stay? You now, come here and give us a ghost kiss. This is so beautiful. And now, my love, gotta leave. As my last act on earth, I shall open this window through which I will float off into the
3: great beyond.
11: Linda Baby, don't leave me Linda
5: Baby. Janine, don't hang out the window like that. You uh, you could lose your balance.
3: And- Linda your Baby 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 Baby, baby. Your
0: She just fell out the window.
4: Oh, it was horrible. Well, so much tragedy in one day. It really makes you appreciate this breathtaking sunset on the beach.
6: It's gorgeous, dear, but it does nothing to rival the beauty of your eyes. sugar Lump. Oh, oh, oh.
4: <laughs> Mr. Snodbottom, you,
0: you do go on. So, if neither Janine nor the green-haired
4: guy was the axe murderer, who was? I spoke to one of the paramedics that came for Janine. And she said the axe murderer stopped a few weeks ago. So they figured the killer moved on. How upsetting to think of him still out there somewhere. I know. But the paramedic said it could never have been Janine or the green-haired guy because the axe murderer has a fake eye, one that's made out of rubber. (gasps) What?
2: I
0: might have met the axe murderer. But we can sort all that out after the sun finishes setting.
4: Okay. Oh, and also, I kind of hate the fact that everybody in this boarding house was always chopping up rats day and night.
0: I know! What if one of the rats was a really good cook, or friends with a Muppet or something?
4: Huh. So that's the way this whole thing ends. Not with a bang, but with a...
6: Ah! What's that? Oh, oh my illuminating angels! I think I'm having a heavenly vision! Oh, I think we all are.
11: Hello! Dead Linda, you're back! I just had to thank y'all for helping me move on up.
5: And so I. Janine's there too!
0: Well, at least you're together again.
11: Forever, man. Me and Janini Weenie are a forever kind of thing. You got that right, Linda Baby. Now we better hurry up and get out of here. That's right. We're playing golf with Joan Rivers and Mary, Mother of Jesus. And our tea time's in ten minutes. We just had to thank y'all for helping us find peace.
8: Goodbye.
4: Bye. Goodbye. 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 Oh, that does sound nice, doesn't it? It sure does. Peace. Now I've been smiling
1: lately, thinking about the good things to come. And I believe it could be, something good has begun. Oh, peace train, sounding louder, right on the peace train. Ooh-ah, ee-ah, ooh-ah, come on now, peace train. Train, holy Roller, everyone jump on the peace train ooh are here? Come on peace train Get your bags together Go bring all your good friends too Cause it's getting nearer Soon it will be with you Now come and join the living It's not so far from you and it's getting nearer, soon it will all be true. Peace train sounding louder, right
4: on the peace train. Ooh-ah, hee ooh-ah, come on peace train. Hey, where's Charles the contractor?
6: Oh, my dear. Oh,
4: oh, no, we buried him in the sand. Where was that daffodil? Do you remember? Oh,
6: no, but I think we better find him. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Now,
1: I've been crying lately, thinking about the world as it is. Why must we go on hating? Why can't we live in bliss? Cause out on the edge of darkness, there rides a peace train. Peace train, take this country. Come take me home again. Peace train, sounding louder, ride on the peace train. Ooh-ah, ooh-ah, come on, peace train, peace train, holy roller, everyone Everyone's jump on, on the, the peace train, train. Ooh-ah, ooh-ah, come on, peace train, come on, peace train,
4: come on, peace train. How'd it go in there? Did you convince the one-eyed axe murderer to turn himself in? Well, he was surprisingly emphatic about
0: not being the axe murderer, and he said it was offensive to think so, because it's not like he's the only one-eyed guy in town. <laughs> then he winked at me with the non-rubber eye, and we had some alone time together on top of the urinal cakes in the storeroom.
4: But but what if he was just saying he's innocent? He, he could still be the axe murderer. You know, Kendall, you have a
0: bad habit of assuming the worst about people. Oh, Cliff. Don't got nothing for that one.
1: Why must we go on hating? Why can't we live in bliss? Because out on the edge of darkness There rides a peace train Peace train, take this country Come take me
12: home That's so crazy, I can't believe all that happened. So crazy, 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 <laughs> crazy, 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 crazy
8: Hey, guess what? It's me, your boy, the Summer Sun. And I'm shining up here in the sky, and you've come to see me. And so, you know what happened when your other old buddy, Icarus, flew too close to me, right? Blew up. Well, I'm going to do you one better. I'm going to share with you today three of the summariest, hottest, Cliff and Kendall specials that ever did exist. Ooh, don't touch too hot. All right, up first, we have a tale of four crazy different separate summer vacations. Ooh, watch out and strap yourself in because there's crime, guest stars galore, and musical numbers. Ooh, that's just what happens when the Cliff and Kendall gang took separate vacations. I'm the sun. Stay tuned.
13: Summer in Busheltown. There's always a bird singing on the breeze. The rye is as high or higher than an elephant's eye. And it's a time when the heat is so powerful, I've seen eggs cook in their shells before the chickens ever even laid them. Perhaps... It was the oppressive heat that made Cliff and Kindle, their producer Mr. Snodbottom, and his wife, Mrs. Potterbutter Butterchurn, so riled up on the day of their big fight. Yes, one sweltering summer day, the four friends started to discuss just where to place a new rug in their lobby, and one thing led to another, and each of them got so hot under the collar that they determined to up and change their impending vacation plans. It was decided they could each use a break from the others. And so, they set out on four separate vacations, each of which I will tell you about right now. Kendall sought to remove himself from the heat of Busheltown and the rigor of hosting an internet talk show slash filler program for local radio station Rye 99. He wound up traveling the high seas on a magical cruise that would turn out far different than expected.
14: Sir, would you please turn down
4: your iPad? Oh, sorry. I was just taking a magic break and watching National Lampoon's Vacation. Since I'm on vacation and it's about a vacation. Well, it's making the cruise much
14: less magical for the other guests. Oh, sorry. Very well, sir. Now, may I show you an illusion? Oh, sure. Pick any of these cards. Come on now. Don't be afraid. Just pick one. It's your choice. This one. Now, I'm not looking. I haven't got a clue what your card is. Could be the Ace of Clubs, could be the Nine of Hearts, or the Four of Diamonds, or even the Five of Spades, which happens to be my personal favorite. But just put your card back in the deck. Here. Thank you. Thank you. Now I will shuffle the cards. Don't forget to see the Magic Genie in the Abracadabra room this evening. And also, Handsome Jack is leading the Prestidigitation Parade at midnight tonight on the Deck of Mystery. Of Mystery. Of Mystery. Of Mystery. Of Mystery. Oh, i already
4: scheduled a wake-up call for that. Excellent, excellent.
14: Now is this your card? That's it! I thought so. And now I disappear.
4: Ooh, coming on this magic magician's cruise alone is the best thing I've ever done. No producer having an irritable bowel attack. No co-host bursting into song. And no one around the house me about etiquette.
14: And now I reappear. I've forgotten to take your drink order. Ooh,
4: uh, I'll have another drowned Houdini. And now I disappear again. Magical.
13: Later that evening, Kendall was dining in the Blackstone Room where he was about to see a familiar face.
4: Hey, a familiar face! Hey, Kendall! Hey, Terry, what are you doing here? Oh, I'm
5: temporarily on board this magical cruise ship, working as a temp waitress and illusionist. Did you order the double portion of Fettuccine Alfredo? That's me. Say, hey, where's everyone else? It's odd to see you without Cliff or Mr. Snodbottom or
4: Mrs. Potter Butter Churn. Well, we had kind of a fight over where to put the rug in the lobby of the studio. I said it should be horizontal against the door like a normal person. Cliff said it should be vertical in front of the door, which is just crazy.
5: So everyone took sides and then you decided to take separate vacations, right? How did you know? I've learned a lot out temping on the road all these years. Or in this case, temping out in the
4: ocean. (laughs) I would say so.
5: Kendall, there is one more thing.
4: Was it my garlic bread? I don't think you brought it.
5: No, it's right here behind your ear. The one more thing is, I, I'm kind of in a jam. Um, I'm so glad, actually, I read into you because I think I think I need your help.
4: Sure, Terry. Anything for the beloved temp who certainly helped me out of a jam or two.
5: Great. Can you meet me just after the midnight press digitation parade? I'll be waiting for you outside the Copperfield
4: Cantina. But won't that part of the ship be deserted then? Exactly. Terry, what's going on?
5: The less you know, the better, but um, I'll see you tonight. Come alone.
4: I will. I'm on this vacation alone. My wife Susan is even here. Not that she necessarily would have come. She might not have. She would probably hate it, but she wasn't even available to hate it. She's on a business trip to Uzbekistan.
5: Right. Um, okay, I'll be right back with some more water.
4: And can I have another drowned, Houdini? Coming right up.
13: Later, outside the Copperfield Cantina... Kendall stood waiting for Terry in a dark and deserted area, which caused the cruise to suddenly seem less magical and far more dangerous.
5: Hey, Kendall. I'm glad you showed up.
4: Terry, what is this all about? The cruise is starting to seem less magical and far more dangerous.
5: Kendall, I... Just don't ask questions. I don't want anyone failing a lie detector test for me. Not again. Not after last time. What
4: happened last time?
5: I can't really say much, except I was temping for the FBI, and an informant I was taping learned too much, and these two agents I was working with hooked him up to a polygraph machine and started to interrogate him. Both agents thought they were supposed to be the bad cop, and they ended up beating the informant to death while I was stuck in traffic. I kept beeping them to try and fix the whole thing, but they never called me back. It was back when everyone had beepers, so a while ago.
4: Wow. I don't want to get beaten to death. Not before I lose 40
13: pounds, anyway.
5: It'll be fine. Just, um, follow me and do exactly what I say.
13: Terry the Temp led Kendall down a long corridor, through a steamy boiler room, and down into the belly of the great ship.
5: We're in the belly of the ship.
13: It's really hot.
5: I know. Listen, I I need your help lifting that.
13: That
4: long, narrow, body-shaped bag over there?
5: Uh, yeah, that's the
4: one. Are we going to burn it in the furnace?
5: Two notices. We have to carry it back to where we met and drop it
3: overboard.
4: Overboard? Aren't there laws about littering the ocean? And what if cameras see us? Are we in international waters? Kendall, no more questions. I just need you to help me lift him,
5: I mean it, and drop it overboard. Then we never talk about this again. It never happened. Got it?
13: Got it. Kendall helped Terry carry the long, narrow, body-shaped bag out of the ship's belly back through a steamy boiler room up a long corridor and out into the dark, deserted area behind the Copperfield Cantina.
5: Okay, Kendall. Lift up and let it drop into the water when I count to three.
4: One, two. Terry, isn't there any other way?
5: I'm afraid not. I've been tipping so long, I know when I'm all out of options. Three, let go, let go, let
9: go. Now
4: what?
5: Nothing over um it's probably better if we act like we don't know each other for the rest of the cruise, just in case anyone gets suspicious but um thanks kendall
4: anything for such a faithful and close temp like you terry
5: oh that's four bells i have to run and start making the magical muffins for breakfast
4: what makes them magical
5: they're really cupcakes good night
13: good night terry Still slightly in shock from such a dangerous evening, Kendall made his way back to his cabin and then slept fitfully for the next several hours. He woke groggy and wishing it had all been a dream.
4: Oh, Oh. Oh, was that all a dream? Oh no, I really did eat a double portion of fettuccine Alfredo. (gasps) And oh no, Terry and I threw a body shaped bag into the ocean. I'm sure it wasn't a body. Hey, what's that? Oh, they just slipped the ship's daily newsletter under the door. Hey, Harry Anderson is leading the Prestidigitation Parade tonight. Oh, my God. Oh, head waiter missing and fear dead. Body can't be found on ship. Oh, Terry, what did we do? Oh, Terry, what oh, did Terry we do? Oh, Terry, what did we do? Oh, Terry, what did we do? What did we do? What did we do?
13: It seemed the tides were turning against Kindle, but he wasn't the only one near danger. Kindle's producer, Mr. Snodbottom, had opted for a trip to Miami Beach for his separate vacation. The sun was shining at the Miami Sands Hotel, and it was tanning all those who had gathered around the sand's large Olympic-sized swimming pool. One of those sunbathers, toasting by the pool, was Mr. Snodbottom himself. Oh my! This is a beautiful
6: day here by the pool. Glorious sunshine, heavenly palm trees, and a nice reclining chair to city. If only the others hadn't insisted the rug be placed like that. Everyone could have been enjoying this beautiful day here by the pool. Glorious sunshine, heavenly palm trees. Hey, what's that? I was just saying that if Clifford Candle and my beautiful wife, Mrs. Butter Butter had only agreed with me about the placement of the rug in the lobby. We all could have been enjoying this beautiful Miami sunshine. You see, I think we should have placed the rug in front of the desk and not pushed it up to the door. My beautiful wife agreed with me, but she wanted to place it horizontally against the desk, and it would really have looked much better vertically aligned. <laughs> if you know what I mean.
14: I ain't got one clue what you mean, but my name's David Delano Danger. You can call me Dave, though.
6: David, boy. I'm Mr. Snodbottom, producer of Cliff and Look Who's the Coast. To Coast. <laughs> it's an internet talk show. Perhaps you've heard of it?
14: Can't say I have, Mr. Snodbottom, but you seem a right nice feller
6: to me. Thank you, David, boy. Say, have you seen a lunch menu? I was thinking of ordering something and eating by the pool here since i am alone on this vacation
14: yep here you go i got a menu right here
6: thank you Bo. i need to order something bland that won't upset my bow You got a bowel problem? I hate to bring it up. It's a bit of a secret, don't you know, but I do suffer from irritable bowel syndrome and have an attack from time to time.
14: Whew, ain't that a shame.
6: Yes, I'm afraid it rather is, boy. So,
14: you say you're here alone with a bowel problem?
6: Yes, boy. (laughs) Isn't it
14: always the way? (laughs) You know, you remind me of my daddy. Really? Is that so, boy? Mm Mm-hmm. His name was Daniel Deuteronomy Danger. He had a set of weak bowels, too. How very interesting. Say, would you like to join me for dinner tonight in the coconut room here at the hotel? That is, if you don't have any plans.
6: I was just going to stay in my room and apply some ointments, but I think those plans can be changed.
14: Woo! That's great, Mr. Snodbottom. The coconut room is black tie. Do you have a tuxedo with you?
6: Of course,
13: boy. <laughs> I am a producer, after all. Yes, Mr. Snodbottom had just made arrangements to have dinner with Danger. 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 David Delano Danger, to be precise. That evening, in the coconut room of the Miami Sands Hotel, the tables were set with fine linens. Silver tableware glistened in the soft lighting and men and women dressed to the nines, danced and dined the night away. Mr. Snodbottom and Mr. Danger were seated at a table not far from the dance floor, and were just finishing their dinner.
14: How was your
6: dinner, Mr. Snodbottom? Oh, it was very good, Bower, but I do wonder if the clam broth I had might have been too spicy, for I feel a distant rumbling in my bowels. Well, did you tell the chef to make it extra
14: bland like I requested? Sure did. When I was up from the table before our entrees came, I made sure to tell that chef to make the clam broth and saltines extra bland for my friend with the extra sensitive, irritable bowels.
6: Thank you, David bow I'm sure you did your best. Surely did. David bow I don't want to alarm you. But... You having a bowel attack already? <laughs> no, Bo. <laughs> No, but there is a woman staring at us. She's right there at the next table.
10: Dear, I'm sorry to have been staring. (laughs) But have you seen my husband? He was the tall one with the the one eyebrow. He went to get my sweater from the coat check room ten minutes ago. We're here on vacation from Arkansas, and I'm afraid he might have gotten lost.
14: Uh, I don't think we've seen him.
10: Oh, well, he'll turn up eventually. Did you see that rich lady sitting right over there? The one with them diamonds all over her like she's wearing a chandelier around her neck. What is she? Royalty or some kind of TV star or something?
14: Say, ain't that Lady Holiday?
10: Lady Holiday, Is that her? That big designer who always wears at least one million dollars of diamonds at all times? Even when she's asleep?
14: Yep, she wears a diamond crusted sleep mask. Or so, so I hear.
6: Oh, how very interesting, but I do believe I must find a man's room.
14: Hey, can you wait just a sec, Mr. Snodbottom? You just wait right here,
6: I'm gonna go look for this woman's husband real quick.
10: Thank you so much, and remember, he's just got one eyebrow.
6: Boy, I think merely as a precautionary measure, I... Wait I, wait right here, Mr. Snodbottom. Alright, boy, whatever you say.
10: So is he your son? Or maybe some kind of paid escort or companion?
6: No, he's a gentleman I met by the pool. It seems I remind him of his own father, who also possessed a weak bowel. <coughs> oh. If you will excuse me, I can't wait for David Bow any longer. Ooh, I, I do think I must find a restroom.
13: Pardon me. <coughs> Mr. Snodbottom hadn't yet made it across the dining room, when his bowel attack started outright. In fact, he was right beside the diamond-covered Lady Holiday when he lost all control.
6: Oh my, oh dear, I'm frightfully
13: sorry dear.
7: Oh dear, it's quite a lie. Right.
13: Mr. Snodbottom's bowels could no longer be contained. Oh my,
6: oh, excuse me everyone, oh my.
10: What's that smell?
6: Oh, my bow. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry, Lady Halliday. Oh, oh, I seem to have made quite a mess.
7: Oh, dear, it's quite all right. Oh, 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 my jewels. My jewels.
3: Someone is stirring my jewels. Oh, my. Oh, oh, my bow. Oh, my Jew, my my oh, Oh no, ah. my
13: oh oh my oh my Yes, Mr. Snobottom had somehow found himself in the center of a jewel heist. No one could be sure how that would turn out. Least of all, Mr. Snobottom's wife, Mrs. Potter Butter Butterchurn. She was far from the recently befouled coconut room, far from the shores of Miami Beach, far from the scorching heat of Busheltown and far from the entire United States of America. Yes, Mrs. Potter Butter Butterchurn had traveled all the way to Venice, Italy, for her separate vacation. She was currently lounging in the back of her own privately rented gondola, being chauffeured down the Grand Canal by her own privately rented gondolier, a Mister Luigi Marioni. <laughs>
4: Luigi, it's such a beautiful day, I admit I, I feel a bit strange having taken a separate vacation from my loving husband, Mr. Snotbottom, uh, and our friend Cliff and Kendall, but I'm starting to relax and enjoy being back in Venice. <laughs> oh, it hasn't changed much since I was here as a young lady on my second honeymoon with my third husband.
12: <laughs> no, ma'am, Venice. She hasn't changed much in 600 years. <laughs>
4: That's why it's such a popular place! <laughs> oh, do you know if the little restaurante called Pignotta Calda is still around? I think it was near St. Mark's Square.
12: Yes, Mom. She is still around. Pignotta Calda. She is one of Luigi's favorite restaurantes. Oh, I would love to dine there again. I remember all their delightfully authentic cuisine. Yes, ma'am. I will make you a reservation for tonight before the opera. Oh, that's wonderful, dear. And I'll need to do some shopping at the Rialto.
4: And do you think we can make it over to Murano one day? My husband, Mr. Snodbottom, has been meaning to start a blown glass collection, and they're quite famous for blowing glass over in Murano. <laughs> yes, a Oh. Of me wishes Mr. Snotbottom was here with me, even though he would have no doubt have a bowel attack to the gondola, or fall asleep at the opera and snore so loudly his dentures would fall out, <laughs> like he did last fall at the fundraiser to raise awareness for- Oh, well, I forget what it was, but I do love and miss him. Oh well, next time! The
12: <laughs> Venice is just so peaceful. I beg pardon, me mama. I hate to interrupt your speech, but I think you may want to take a little newspaper and cover your head. Oh my, whatever's the matter, Luigi? One or two things have changed since you last been to Venice, mama. One of them is about to head our way. They outlaw these Americano jet skis, but sometimes some ruder people still ride them. They make the bigger waves on the Grand Canal and splash of nicer passengers like you. Oh, my overflowing heavens! I'll just batten down the hatches then, shall I, Luigi? Yes, Mama, here she comes, the noisy tourista. Oh Mama. is you alright? Did you get that nice lace color wet? Huh. No, dear. You must never doubt the self-reliance of a bushel-town woman.
4: Ooh. Luigi, I came prepared. I just put on my rain bonnet and covered myself with this poncho I'd stored in my purse from a long ago Cicadas in the Rye festival. Mamma mia! Yes, dear. Now, what kind of amoral person would jet ski down the Grand Canal?
12: I mean, really, dear. It's so disrespectful to etiquette. It just makes me sick.
13: Yes, Mama. I'm a getting
12: sick too.
13: Well, not even noisy touristas can rob the timeless city of Venice of its charms. Later that evening, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Turn was again in good spirits. She was also dressed in her elegant best for a night on the town, with her gondolier acting as her guide. She and Luigi were walking from St. Mark's Square to the quaint old restaurante known as Pignata Calda.
4: What a beautiful night! I feel like Grace Kelly or Elizabeth Taylor or some other glamorous dead movie star. Yes, mama. It's so nice to see the city after so many of the tourists have gone back to the mainland.
12: It feels like I live here. Uh-oh. Oh, mama mia. Oh, no, Luigi, what's that sound? It's another thing only the lowest of the tourists will do. They rent the ATV and driving them around. Only the laziest and the most obese Americanos will do this because in Venice there are no automobiles. Oh my! Take a shelter behind me, Mama. Step behind me, here they come. No,
4: oh dear, dear, dear.
12: It is alright, Mama. They are gone.
4: Oh, such noise. I can't believe etiquette has gone so far downhill here, even in Venice. <gasps>
12: I would never have dreamed! Yes, madam Let's go eat and take our minds off of this with a food.
4: But <laughs> now you're starting to sound like an Americano, Luigi!
13: Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn and her gondolier walked leisurely toward Penyonta Calda. When they arrived, they were surprised to see a commotion outside. Oh, my, what's all this? Don't you worry, Mama. I will
12: see what the trouble she is. Dear, I do hope I will make it to the opera on time.
4: While I don't adore Puccini as much as Tchaikovsky or Verdi, Puccini would definitely be
12: in my top ten. Oh, Luigi! What did you find out? What is this hubbub? Oh, Mama, it seems an Americano swine made it the biggest stinker when he knew how to the reservation. He know I like you, Mama. You think ahead. Oh, dear, I feel embarrassed for my fellow countrymen. What did this person do? Oh, uh, mamma! I can't even repeat it for you. It is a low thing to do. Oh my heavens! I think I can read between your lines, Luigi.
4: And I appreciate your adherence to etiquette even at a time like this. Now, what this misfit
12: did was it number one or number two? <gasps> oh, mamma mia! She was the new Too, <laughs> I'm feeling faint. Yes, mamma. This Americano did this here because. Uh, In the English, uh, piñata cold, she means uh, hot loaf. uh. Oh, dear, now I simply don't see the correlation
4: between a hot loaf and a person defecating on a sidewalk in front of a quaint old restaurante. They obviously mean a hot loaf of bread, dear, or a hot loaf meatloaf of some kind. Honestly, dear, a hot loaf indeed. Yes Mom. I don't think I feel so good. Oh, neither do I, dear. Let's skip dinner and just get
13: some cotton candy at the opera. Yes, Mom. Even though Venice no longer seemed to be quite as flawless as she recalled it, Mrs. Potter Butter Butterturn was determined to enjoy her separate vacation. At the opera that night, she lost herself in the beautiful music of one of her top ten favorite operatic composers, a Mr. Puccini.
7: Look at their lovely costumes!
13: Yes, a Mama.
4: Oh, this is simply fantastic! <gasps> what happened? Uh? Uh, some imbecile on the balcony must have dropped their playbill and hit me on the head!
12: In Teatro de Finis, of all places!
13: Yes, a Mama.
12: Let's go get some air in the lobby.
13: Mrs. Potter butter and her gondolier walked into the lobby of the Teatro de Finis to get some air. But unfortunately, the air in the lobby was about to turn sour.
4: Oh, Luigi, i never experienced so many breaches of etiquette in one day before! Not since I was back at the studio with- Oh my exploding haystacks, can it be?
2: Oh, hey, hey, butter, butter, butter Turner, I couldn't tell if that was you
4: or not in the theater. Oh, Charles the Contractor, how unblazed did you end up in Venice? I assumed you were safely on another continent.
2: <laughs> yeah, funny story. I was spilling out contest entry forms on the computer in the lobby of the studio when y'all were having that big fight about the new rug. And then I ended up winning a free trip to Venice, Italy, which is okay, I guess. But I really wanted to win the trip to the sex robot factory in Japan.
4: Charles, dear, please. I can't stand any more outrageous behavior today. It's threatening to ruin my vacation. Oh, hey, who's that guy? It's my gondolier, Luigi
12: Moroni. It's a very, uh... Nice, uh, to meet you. Oh uh, yeah, likewise, senor. Hey, uh, Miss
2: Butter Butter Butcher, Hey, I see you still got your playbill. You think I could have it? I promised this woman I met at the truck stop I'd bring her something Italian. I'd take her mine, but it slipped out of my hands when I was buying one of them tall beers up on the balcony. Oh, yes, dear, take it. Oh, my, that explains a lot. Uh, thanks. Hey, I'm at a Butterfinger bite, so I'm going to leave this stupid show. It's just a bunch of fat women screaming. Oh, Charles, really? Hey, if you ain't doing nothing tomorrow, I got a few hours left on a jet ski rental. Man,
4: you should have seen the waves I was making in that Venice River today. Oh, Charles, I'll have to pass on that. And we must be getting back to the opera, Luigi, dear. Let's not miss everyone's favorite part.
13: Shortly thereafter, during everyone's favorite part...
4: Oh, my, this is my favorite part!
12: oh no she isn't gonna no be able to go on
13: and luigi was right in one rare case of the show not going on the opera was canceled for the night since the soloist lost her voice after the shock of hearing the siren outside as mrs potter butter Butterturn and luigi made it to the lobby of the theater luigi was briefly delayed by a phone call
4: Oh, Luigi, dear, was that an urgent phone call? Your wife isn't jealous of me, is she?
12: <laughs> no, ma'am. The phone call, she was not for me. She is for you, ma'am. It was the Polizia Italiano. They have imprisoned the man that you were speaking to earlier. He said to call you. Oh, now my reputation will be ruined all over Europe. What are the charges? Theft, ma'am. And I'm afraid it's a serioso. You see, thieves can be imprisoned for forty or fifty years, and sometimes uh, they even uh, get uh, put it down by the firing squad. Oh heavens!
4: Does Charles the contractor deserve the death sentence? The death sentence. The death sentence. The death sentence.
13: Just as Mrs. Potter Butter Butterchurn was facing the ethical dilemma of whether or not to save Charles the contractor from execution. Someone else back in Busheltown was about to face some startling news.
0: Austin? Could you get that fax? Austin? Oh, right, he went backpacking through Canada this week. (coughs) Becky? Oh, right. (laughs) Becky's in a mental institution. That means I'm the last one in the studio, which means I have to get the faxes. But on the upside, no one can hear me talking to myself. Sing oh, singing to myself. God, so many faxes. Damn it, my Vita reality tour is cancelled again. Why do they let those drunk chorus boys take selfies on the balcony of the Casa Rosada if they keep falling off? I guess that means a week of eating ice cream in my underwear and watching Mama's family on YouTube. Could be worse. Everyone else could be here, and I wouldn't be able to position this new rug in the correct way, pushed up to the door vertically, which is so obviously the only way it looks good. Who could that be? Everyone's off on their separate vacations.
9: Hello? Hello there. I'm passing through town and was wondering if there was any work could be done around your place here, and I'd be glad to work for whatever you could offer, even if it was only supper.
0: Well, this isn't my house. It's a studio where we record an internet talk show that also airs on KBSH at 4 a.m. on Sunday mornings. I don't think I... You sure there ain't nothing that
9: needs doing around this old studio?
0: Well, Austin does the filing. Mr. Snodbottom does the producing. Our writers fax us everything else. Oh,
13: hey, there is something you could do. And what's that? Cliff led the drifter who'd just shown up at the front door of the studio through to the back door of the studio. This plot
0: of dirt here, we've been meaning to make it into a garden. You think you could till the soil and plow it by hand and get us a good crop going?
9: I don't see why not. I'm good with my hands.
0: Okay, then. Here are some seeds we've kept over here in this thing. Just don't plant these seeds. They're Austins, and, well, we don't want Sheriff Frogblast nosing around here asking questions.
9: No, we sure don't.
0: You know, you never told me your name.
9: My folks named me Jack Rabbit Alva Greenfield. After their favorite animal in the adventure of the crescent roll, Thomas Alva Pillsbury. But you can call me Jack. Oh. My name is... Cliff. Cliff. How did you know? It was painted above your picture
13: inside. Oh. The drifter Jack worked the soil all afternoon. He planted and tilled until his shirt was soaked with sweat. Cliff watched from the window of the studio as Jack took his dripping shirt off and slung it on the ground behind him. Jack's muscles glistened so brightly in the sun that Cliff had to squint his eyes when he went out to offer the drifter some lemonade.
0: Lemonade?
9: Thanks. So, what did you plant?
0: Tomatoes.
13: I
9: figured everybody likes tomatoes. Well, I hate tomatoes, but that's fine. You hate tomatoes? (gasps) Do you hate spaghetti? Pizza? Or the movie Fied Green Tomatoes?
0: Not at all.
9: Where I come from, they made us grow tomatoes. But we never could eat them. All we could do was boil the stalks they grew on and ingest them for nourishment.
0: That's probably why you're so skinny.
9: All I wanted each day was just to eat one mouthful of tomato.
0: I guess I love tomatoes. It just took you to show me where you were. Was that prison? Yeah, it was. I'm sure you were there for something small, like parking tickets, or you were arrested for protesting a war. Oh, were you there? Were you occupying Wall Street?
9: I embezzled several hundred thousand dollars from a heating and cooling company.
0: Oh, that's not so bad.
9: I may just be an ex-con drifter passing through town, and you're someone with your name painted on a wall in a building. And I hope you don't think it's too forward of me. But when I was in prison, I spent many years learning to please a large man, such like yourself. And since you do have this empty studio building...
0: Jack, I... I don't know what to say.
9: Let's just say...
0: Let's go do it on that new rug.
2: I went to work for him that summer through without my own home He was a lonely fat podcaster Left in the studio
1: alone It had been one hot summer I was alone that whole week So we stayed inside in shadows One thing we didn't
2: do was sleep Then he came to me one evening Six slices of pizza and a smile He looked like the kind of person I hadn't seen since before my trial Guess what I needed was a
1: drifter With prison hardened thighs This is a different kind of hunger That I don't always recognize We had a need to 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 feel the
2: the thunder to chase the lightning from the sky To watch a storm with all its wonder
1: Raging in the drifter's eyes We had to ride
2: the heat of passion Like a field of burning rye Rushing in the long in the wind Our only
12: dreams have been banging both heads
13: But, before the week was finished, Cliff and Jack knew that a relationship between an obese internet talk show host and an ex-con passing through town couldn't last. I'll always think
1: about this summer The sex, the moonlight, and the sweat
9: I know I always will remember Fat guys like you I can't forget And when I
1: pass those tomatoes and see them dancing in the wind. I'll be the only one that knows it was you that made them grow, and then I'll think of you again. We
2: had a need to feel the thunder, to chase the lightning from the sky, to watch a storm with all its wonder raging in a drifter's eyes. We had to ride the heat of passion, like a field of burning rye. Rushing headlong in the wind,
1: now our only dreams have been banging both ends of the night. Rushing headlong in the wind, now our only dreams have been
2: banging both ends of the
0: Goodbye Jack. Ah! Cliff, don't scream like that just because I'm back. You, you just
4: surprised me is all. How was the magic cruise? Uh, magical, obviously. <laughs> Except there was this one time where I think Terry the Temp had me help her dispose of a body. Terry the Temp was there? Is she a magician? Yes! And possibly a murderer. Hello, everyone. I'm back from Miami. Welcome back, Mr. Snodbottom. I hope your vacation was
6: relaxing. (laughs) Yes, Candleboy. except for when I was accused of being a jewel thief. (gasps) What?
4: (gasps) (laughs) Hello, dears. I hope everyone had a great week apart. Venice was lovely, but you'll never guess who else was there. Who? (laughs) Charles the Contractor. Oh, no! Dear, whatever did you do? (laughs) well for one thing i got a call from him after he was arrested and charged with theft which they often execute for in venice oh my god that's crazy except for the part about charles being arrested i can see that happening
0: what could that fax be didn't everybody just get back all at once
4: this fax is from the sands hotel in miami beach it's a bill for cleaning the carpet in the coconut room
6: that makes sense to anybody Boy, I think that's for me. You see, I had a bowel attack in the coconut room when a a young man I'd been dining with happened to steal a diamond necklace worth over two million dollars from around Lady Holiday's neck. Lady Holiday, the famous designer, was there? Yes, boy, and she nearly had me locked away. I was interrogated by the police for hours. I was accused of stealing her diamonds, but the truth finally came to light when it was discovered I'd been used as a diversion, boy. <laughs> You see, my dining companion had overly spiced my clam broth without my knowledge, and nature took its course. <laughs> I had a bile attack, and he stole the dime. Oh, you poor
4: dear! Oh, God. I can't believe you were interrogated by police for hours. So was I! I! What I. for? I. The Terry the Temp thing. She was temping on the cruise as a magician slash waitress. Oh, how does that involve the police? Well, Terry asked me to help her dump something overboard late one night. And you know how hard it is for me to say no to anyone. And then the next morning we found out a waiter had gone missing. Oh, wow. Terry didn't kill the waiter, did she? Is that why she's always moving around? I don't know, but... Austin! He's still in Canada. Oh, right. Hey, this fax is from Terry. Weird. Oh, (laughs) this makes total sense. What? She had a reason for the murder? No, she didn't murder anybody. By accident, Terry used rancid mayonnaise to make 200 pounds of macaroni salad. And she had me help her drop it overboard before it started to smell. She didn't want her supervisors to know she used a rancid ingredient. Oh, and listen to this. P.S. If you're wondering why the macaroni salad was in a long body-shaped bag, it's because I had that body bag left from when I was temping as a coroner last month and pps if you're wondering why it's called the macaroni salad he once by accident it's because it was a macaroni salad sculpture of siegfried what about roy it doesn't say but there is a PPPS. if you're wondering what happened to the missing waiter they found him that was a strange boat trip speaking of strange mrs potter butter butter churn did you mention something about charles being executed <laughs> i did but he wasn't actually executed dears after i talked with the police for several hours i was able to convince them to let him go what had he done he was charged with stealing and fraud. He had been using a net to skim the canal for sunglasses the tourist had dropped. And then he was selling them at inflated prices. I have a feeling he was up to a great many other things, but that's what they got him for.
8: Oh, my.
4: Did they let him re-enter America? Oh, I'm afraid so, dears. Uh. But I booked him return passage on a later flight. I just couldn't take a 12-hour flight with Charles the Contractor on top of everything else.
0: Sounds like everybody had an exciting time alone. Hey, except you. How was the Avita tour? It was canceled again. <laughs> so what'd you do? Um, not much. Just watch TV in my underwear. Just a normal week.
4: That didn't
6: sound so bad after all the crazy things we had to go through. <laughs> yes, boy. Why, you're the only one who wasn't interrogated by the police for hours.
12: <laughs> I guess that's something.
4: What's that one say, Kendall? It's from Sheriff Frogblast. It says to call into the station right away if anyone knows the whereabouts of this escaped convict, Shaq Rabbit Greenfield. (laughs) What a goofy name. Says he was in prison for embezzlement fraud, petty theft, grand theft, grand theft auto, grand theft grand piano, serial shoplifting, premeditated treason, and assaulting a costumed ghost at Not Scary Farms. Sheriff Frogblast wants to talk at length to anyone who might have knowledge of where the convict has been since his escape from the Busheltown maximum security prison last week. Here's a picture of the sheriff faxed. Look for me, anyone? Cliff? Uh, No, nope. Haven't seen him. Alright, well, I'll just throw it away then. Hey, what's the new rug all slanty like that for? It needs to be pushed back to the door vertically. You mean horizontally? Horizontally is correct, dear, but I think you mean pushed up against the front desk here.
6: you know it would look better? Vertically placed. No,
4: that doesn't look right. Up by the door horizontally? Vertical.
6: Vertically by the desk, (laughs) boy.
4: Here we go again, again, again.
3: In the summer sun, put away the books, we're out of school. The weather's warm, but we place playing cool. We're on vacation, having lots of fun. Vacation.
8: All right, you're back with me summer sun, you who up here in the sky I'm shining down and I'm bringing you three of the hottest summerest, cliff and kindliest specials that ever did burst into flame into existence one day, whoa, number two coming up we got what happened one crazy summer night in Busheltown oh I can't even go into it, it's so crazy, whoa, whoa
3: whoa, whoa
8: I hope you don't have heart medication. If you do, take a double dose.
4: Oh dear, I hope you weren't too disappointed when you realized our little miscommunication. No,
0: not really. But you can see how I might have been confused. You asked if I wanted to see the Madonna exhibition at the Gasville Museum, and I naturally assumed I'd be in the presence of historical cone bras and iconic lace gloves, or maybe even one of those hats Madonna wore in League of Their Own. <laughs> but you must admit, all those portraits of Christ's Mother Mary were
4: breathtaking.
0: Yep, all 900 of them, all by local Gasville artists. It reminds me of the time I thought you invited me to a bet seminar, as in a seminar on the genius of Bette Midler, but it was really a debt seminar, and I cried all afternoon. <laughs> what? what would we do without these little amusing mix-ups? <laughs> it's also like that time I thought you were taking me to see a showing of Yentl at the theater, but instead of Yentl, you said Svintl. Yes, Svintl, my
4: favorite Latvian opera.
0: I even dressed up like a big human-sized Talmud. <laughs> I guess I should listen more closely.
4: You know, even though Spindle is six hours long, I'm always sad when it's over. Actually, I think I might have the score on cassette in my travel case in the back seat. If you'll just take the wheel, I can look. No, um, remember
0: they're counting down Beethoven's greatest hits on the classical station.
4: <laughs> You're right. I can't wait to hear number one. I'll just bet you it's the Moonlight Sonata. And I'll bet you it's
0: that song Schroeder's always playing in the Charlie Brown Christmas special.
4: Oh, hey, I forgot to
0: ask you how Fonky and Crockpot were doing after you spoke to them on the phone earlier.
4: They couldn't be better, dear. Crockpot said Fonky's preschool trip to the lost city of Pompeii is proceeding beautifully. And I just know this little semester abroad is going to look great on her college application. She's the luckiest two and a half year old I know. Oh, that's sweet of you, dear. How are we doing on time? I hope I didn't spend too long admiring the
0: Madonnas. It's just after five. The big KBSH anniversary celebration doesn't start until seven, so we should be able to get back in plenty of time to relax with a nice sherry before the party. Oh my! Have I turned you into a sherry drinker after all these years? Oh no, I meant you and Mr. Snodbottom would have sherry. I'm going to try out this new recipe for sangria I got from Charles the Contractor. I just hope Kendall has some sacramental wine and tang at his house. Why can't we go to
4: your house again? Oh, it's a heavily guarded secret, dear, but our home is being sprayed for rats today. Mr. Snodbottom went down to the fruit cellar a few days ago and came upon a rat the size of a bread box. Although he wasn't wearing his glasses, so it very well could have been a bread box that he saw. But no one can ever be too careful, and I can't chance Spocky getting bit by a rat. No. Is that the engine making a funny sound? I'm sure it's nothing. You know what I do when my car
0: makes weird noises? I just turn up the radio. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Mr. Snodbottom is spending the day with Kendall. I wonder what they're doing right now.
0: I was just about to wonder the same thing.
4: Mr. Snodbottom? Yes, Kindleboy. I'm through installing the skylight in my dog's playroom. Now I'm just going to relax and read this biography of Ocus Bocus, history's first magician, until it's time to change for the big KBSH party.
6: Why, that's a wonderful idea. I think we could both use some rest in advance of our big evening tonight. Why do you need rest? You've been on the couch watching Diagnosis Murders since you got here. Exactly, boy. I've been on the edge of my seat all day. Why, I've been so invested in watching Dr. Sloan diagnose all those murders. I'm afraid I've neglected to inquire after the whereabouts of your beautiful wife, Susan.
4: No, you asked me several times. She's still on a two-week business trip to
6: the country Borat was from? Oh, don't say right, boy. You know, I'm terribly worried about the possible infestation in my home. Okay, I won't say anything.
4: Did I mention I've been installing a skylight for my dogs for the last 11 hours? I just want to relax in peaceful silence and read this book.
6: Of course, boy. (laughs) Say no more.
4: Mr. Snodbottom.
6: Yes, Candleboy. I'm trying to read here. Oh, I do hope the sound of my bowel jiggler won't disturb you. I'm just afraid if I don't jiggle thoroughly, I could be in for a bowel attack at the party tonight.
4: Well, could you do that out on the sun porch? I'm I'm right here in front of the air conditioner in my favorite chair.
6: Of course, boy. <laughs> you know, I don't wish to be an inconsiderate house guest. I'll just move the operation to your sun porch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shan't be but a moment, kindle boy. I'll have the apparatus uh, out of here. Uh. Oh, in no time. Oh, 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 my. Oh, no, you're not. Oh, 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 I'm afraid so, boy. Oh, oh, I knew I should have jiggled my bowels a while longer. Oh, oh, my suit appears to be ruined.
15: Uh,
4: and so's that new rug Susan just brought back from Persia. I'm so sorry, boy.
6: <laughs> Whatever am I going to do? Didn't you bring an extra suit? Of course not. How could I have ever guessed such a thing would happen? And we can't get another from home, because my house is filled with rat-killing fumes. This is just great. I bet Cliff
4: and Mrs. Churn are having a blast, and we're ankle-deep in bowel emergencies.
6: I do wonder how their trip is going. Me too.
4: Have
0: you ever seen so much smoke pour out of an engine like that?
4: I haven't seen this amount of smoke since last year's annual recreation of that historic Busheltown moment, when the old Mule Flappy saved the citizens from the burning barn. <laughs> How are we going to get help? There's no service on either of our cell phones. That's all due to the Gasville militia. <coughs> They're known for wrapping the local cell phone towers in aluminum foil in order to disrupt the service. Well, that stinks. I quite agree. And here we are, still 30 miles
0: outside of Busheltown. We'll just have to find a phone and call Kendall to come get us. But the only thing we've
4: passed in the last 10 miles is Gasville's old abandoned Rite Aid. Wait, what's that building way up there on the left? Oh, it might be the Gasville Country Club. Surely they will
0: allow two souls in need to use the phone. Let's go. Oh, I hope we make it to the party on time. I want to see Dolores accept the Humanitarian of the Year Award. Also, I heard Terry the Temp is temping as Mistress of Ceremonies. Oh, she'll never forgive us if we miss her opening remarks. I know.
4: Oh, it is the Country Club. Oh, thank my ever-expanding heavens. May I help y'all? Yes, we're in desperate need of a phone, dear. I got one right here, but I done swore with my hand up on the employee manual that I'd never let anybody use it that weren't a fellow employee. And there's a pay telephone inside the meeting hall, but I'm afraid you have to be a part of tonight's special group to get back there. Special group? Well, please, could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. Well just say where we are and then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well you got caught with a flat. Well how about that? It's actually not a flat. Our engine is smoking I'm sorry if you ain't part of tonight's special group, which has rented out the whole joint, then I can't do anything for you. Now, is you a member or not?
0: Uh, well, on second thought, we might
4: be. What group is it exactly? It's some sort of animal rights group or some such?
0: Well then, yeah, I'm a member. I know you might not believe it because I'm morbidly obese and have high cholesterol, but
4: I'm a vegetarian. And I stopped wearing my mink stole years ago. Heck, y'all all all seem like members to me. Go ahead on. thank you, dear. (laughs) Hello? No, I'm afraid the whole place is rented for a private party tonight. Um, it's an animal enthusiast club. Let's see, something called the Cougars and their Cubs. <laughs> Mr. Sidebottom, you stay in the car. I'll take your suit to this dry cleaner and beg them to make it snappy.
6: Are you sure you won't need my help persuading them, boy? No. Good
2: evening. What can I do you for?
6: I really need this
4: suit cleaned. My friend just had a bowel attack all over it. Uh-huh friend. It was a friend. He's sitting right out in the car. Anyway, we're going to go to the big KBSH 70th anniversary gala at 7, and this suit's got to be cleaned before then. Can you help? Well, my sign does say
2: I can clean anything in under an hour, but I'll just let you know I ain't
4: no magician. It's funny you should say that, because I am a magician. I even belong to a special magic club. Hold on. Are you pulling my leg, big fella? No, it's true. Would you like to see a trick? I happen to have a deck of cards right here up my sleeve. Just hold it right
2: there. I don't know if you read my whole sign over there on the wall, but under the part about cleaning anything in the hour, it also says I have the American right to refuse service to any old body I choose. And as a member of the Snake Handling Baptist Church, I am refusing you service on the grounds that you are a sorcerer affiliated
4: with the occult. No, listen, I'm nothing like that. It's just all an illusion. I I mean, I can't tell you how I pulled this deck of cards out of my sleeve because it's against the rules of my magic club, but it was just a trick. Mm, That's just what the father of lies, Satan himself, would say. Sorry, look, I'll put the cards away. I-, I just need you to get the bowel waste out of this suit.
2: Sir, I just need you to take your soiled garment and skedaddle. Begone
6: and consort with the devil somewhere else. Candleboy, I thought you might be in need of some assistance. Mr. Tom this guy says he won't clean your suit because I'm a magician. <laughs> preposterous boy, now see here, shopkeep. We are in need of your services as a dry cleaner.
2: Denied! I ain't cleaning the bowel waste off this guy's soup, causing my religion forbids me to do business with the wicked wizards of the world.
6: I'm not a wizard. I'll have you know that I, myself, am a devoted Christian. If you require proof, allow me to recite the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name.
2: That is the heathen Lord's Prayer. The real one goes like this. Our Snake Master, which art in snake-handling heaven, hallowed be thy serpent-holding name. Oh, come on! No you go on.
6: Come along, boy. We'll take our befouled clothing elsewhere.
2: Thy snake-handling kingdom come. Thy
4: slithering serpent still and will be done. What are we going to do now? That was the only cleaner that stays open after five. Let's just go buy you a new suit.
6: (gasps) I only shop at Melvin Fine's Fine Men's Clothing. Well then let's go there. We can't. Why not? Because it burned down in 1974. Oh, well that stinks. Yes, boy. I'm afraid we've come up against an insurmountable obstacle.
4: I just don't know what we're going to do. You can't go to the big KBSH party dressed in those old sweatpants I let you
6: borrow. Indeed not. They are far too loose. These fuzzy trousers would undoubtedly fall down the instant I began to waltz with Mrs. butter but, but, but,
4: There's just no reason you can't go buy another suit. We can go to the Pants Depot and- Kendall-bye.
6: do my eyes deceive me, or is that a suit identical to mine, hanging there in that second-hand store window? Mr. Toddbottom, that's a cardboard
4: cutout of Spuds McKenzie riding a surfboard. Oh my. <laughs> I suppose I need to have my
6: prescription adjusted. Wait,
4: wait, you were right. Behind Spud's McKinsey and to the left of that antique rice sugar, it is a suit just like yours!
6: <laughs> Thank heavens, saints and summertime be praised! Uh, cougars and their cubs, I hope there
0: aren't
4: any ferocious beelines frolicking about! I think this club is full of the other kind of cougars. I'm not sure what you mean, dear, but all I see are women my age and much younger men! Is this some kind of mother and son bonding dinner? Mrs. Potter, Butter butter churn, these are all couples,
0: which is fine. We're just here to make a phone call and not to judge.
4: Of course not. Judging others is totally improper etiquette. And Reverend Waxton was preaching against judgment just last Sunday. I simply hope we're far enough outside of Busheltown that I don't see anyone I know. they think I was stepping out of my beloved husband, Mr. Snodbottom. Let's just call Kendall and leave. <laughs> my thoughts exactly. <gasps> oh no! What? Over there behind the ice sculpture, it's an old friend of mine, Violet Bagpipes.
0: Oh, she mustn't see us. You just duck down behind this ficus tree here, and I'll call Kendall from the pavement there on the wall.
4: Uh, hurry, dear.
7: Ooh, is that you, Mrs. Butter Butter Butterchurch? Oh, <laughs> Violet. Uh, yes, I was just wiping
4: a smudge from these white pumps I'm wearing.
7: Oh, it is lovely to see you, honey. How long
4: has it been? Uh, I, th- I think it was 1974 when I when I had that big viewing party to watch the premiere of the Rockford Files. <laughs> oh yes, you always loved
7: James Garner, didn't you? But I suppose you're liking them a bit younger these days. <laughs> uh, yes, well. Is that your current amoo approaching us now? He's a stout one, isn't he? <laughs> More of a Jackie Gleason than a James Garner. Uh, y- yes, that's him,
4: uh, Cliff. Yeah, hey, I'm afraid I wasn't able to ah, Never mind that now. This is my old friend, Violet Bagpipes. And Violet, this is Cliff, my much younger boyfriend.
0: Much, 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 much younger much younger boyfriend
7: oh how do you do you must meet my younger companion chip chip
9: sup
4: violet
7: chip this is my dear friend mrs. butter 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 churn whom i haven't seen
4: in over 40 years Sir. What's, what's a pleasure to meet you chip i hope you don't think it's too forward of me but i wonder how did the two of you meet We were both in line for popcorn at the movies and overheard Violet saying how much she loves those soda commercials they play before the movies start.
7: You know, the ones where the young men are so nervous to put their arm around their little dates. (laughs) It seems Chip loves those commercials
4: too. Yep, and we've been inseparable ever since. (laughs)
7: How lovely! I still recall the first time Chip put his arm around me.
4: It was our first date. At the movies during one of those romantic soda commercials.
7: And I must say, our lips were
4: locked until the lights came up. <laughs> yeah, I don't think either of us saw a second of Cars
6: 2. Oh,
4: and I remember when Cliff first put his arm around me. It was during a, a, a movie as well. Uh, uh, what was that movie, dear?
6: Uh,
0: it was... Well, it was that one about the ugly girl who has to breathe through tubes. You know, and she and this real cute guy fall in love. And I fell asleep, so I don't really know what happened, but I kind of think both of them died at the end. I think maybe the guy would have been cute enough to make the movie worth watching, but... Dear! Uh, by that, of course, I mean, uh, that I'm in love with Mrs. Potter Butter, butter churn. Give me that adorable gloved hand of yours, I'm gonna kiss it!
7: No! <laughs> How he does go on! <laughs> <laughs> yes! Well, Chip, I think it's time we take our seats that are about to crown the queen of the cougars! Goodbye, honey.
0: So long, dear. Now, what exactly happened during your phone call? I couldn't reach anybody. I called them all and no one picked up. I guess they're too busy getting ready for the big KBSH party. Oh, that's terrible. I guess we could hang out here. There is a big dessert table over there. (gasps) Do my eyes deceive me or could that be our salvation through the front window there? Tell you what, I'll grab some cake and then we'll rush outside and see what that's all about.
4: Mr. Snodbottom, I can't believe that thrift store gave me such a bargain on this used spit valve for my trumpet, and that that suit in the window was exactly
6: your size. No, can I, boy. <laughs> it's as though it were placed there by the hand of Jehovah himself. Okay, since we had to come all the way back to our studio to
4: get your emergency belt and some cufflinks without excrement on them, once we go inside, I'm going to get some of that rye bread pudding we left there yesterday. I can eat it while we wait for Cliff and Mrs. Potter Butter Butter.
6: Wonderful idea, boy. Perhaps I'll have a bowel pudding to guard against another attack tonight. I'm not sure where I could find another suit on such short notice. You know, I texted Cliff and Mrs. Potter Butter
4: Butter, but neither of them
6: have gotten back to me. Isn't that weird? That is unusual, but I'm more concerned with what's happening over there behind that bush bower. Oh, must be some sort of animal shaking those limbs. Maybe it's
4: a possum or or that raccoon that's always getting our cracker drawer. It might be a majestic deer about to leap
6: gracefully across the road and into the woods beside the erotic bakery. Whatever it is, I believe it's getting closer. Hurry and unlock the studio door.
4: Okay, although I'm I'm sure it's nothing to worry about. Hold on, the door key is stuck inside the key ring. Don't you hate when that happens?
6: Oh no! If I'm remembering the animal husbandry class I took in 1955 correctly, that's no deer behind that bush boy. Well, I've
4: almost got the key, so whatever it is. <laughs>
6: oh, quickly, Candlebar. We've got to climb this nearby sycamore tree.
4: Oh my god, it's a wild boar! <laughs> Mr. Bottom, give me your hand and I'll pull you up on this limb with me. Help me, boar.
6: Oh, the boar's ripping at the cuff of these brand new pants. Oh, oh my.
4: Hold on to these branches. What do we do now? Just wait till it leaves? It's the only way. Why does that boar have such a crazed, hungry look in his eyes? Hasn't he eaten any majestic deer lately? Don't look at me like that, boar. I'm not going to be your dinner. In fact, if I look like any kind of animal, it's a pig, which is like your cousin, which makes you a cannibal.
6: Of course, boy. If he thinks you're a pig, he could be looking not for dinner, but for a mate. Perhaps this wild boar is in heat. Oh, oh, no. Oh, my lower body appears to have gone numb from fear. I hear myself having a bowel attack, but I don't feel it.
4: Oh, no, that's me. I've never been so terrified this high off the ground before. And
6: I I guess my bowels have become alarmed. Oh, Oh, what a relief. Oh my! I seem to be having a sympathy bowel attack. Oh. 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 oh, 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 My new suit is ruined.
4: And to top it all off, I can hear the music starting over at the party at the main KBSH building. We're stuck up here, covered in bowel waste, and we're missing the party. <laughs> oh dear!
0: It was so kind to the driver to allow us passage in the back of his truck It was lucky that the Busheltown Chicken Farm was making a delivery to the Gasville Country Club I'm just still kind of offended he thought I was the dad from Just the Ten of Us
4: It was an honest mistake, I'm sure
0: I mean, I could see if he thought I was Jonah Hill or even Kevin James But Just the Ten of Us was cancelled when I was eight years old
4: Oh well, we'll be back in Busheltown shortly and we'll be able to make it to the KBSH Gala after all. Thank God. I bet the
0: dessert table there is going to be really big.
4: <laughs> you know, I think I'm starting to recall why I haven't spoken to Violet Bagpipes in over 40 years. At my Rockford Files premiere party, she kept dropping the fondue forks into the pot. And she kept talking throughout the whole show, which is completely improper etiquette. Mm, sounds like it was a good decision to drop her. My only regret is that we had to keep up that charade in order to use the phone. I would never want Mr. Snodbottom to think I was ashamed of him.
0: Oh, why would anybody be ashamed of Mr. Snodbottom? He's a great producer and a loving husband and father. So, his bowels frequently release waste all over everything. Who doesn't have at least one tiny flaw?
4: It's our good qualities and our flaws that make us who we are. So true. And you know, I wouldn't be ashamed of you either if circumstances were very, 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 very different and we were an item like Violet and that young chip. Ah, oh, that's nice. If I were less of a Gabraham
0: Lincoln and 70 years older, I think we'd make a great couple. That's a lovely sentiment.
4: Ow! What is it, dear?
0: One of these damn chickens keeps a peck in my hands.
4: that's simply because they don't know you. Once a chicken learns to scent, it will be your friend for life. Why aren't any pecking you? Have you met these chickens before? No, no, dear. Perhaps they see the feathers on my hat
0: and view me as their queen. Hey, I just got a text from Kendall. My phone's working again. We must be back inside the Busheltown city limits. What does this message say? We're supposed to meet he and Mr. Snodbottom
4: at our studio annex, then head over to the big party together. It seems as they may be saved. I think I'll touch up my lipstick. Oh! My exploding feather bed. There's a hen attempting to steal away at my purse! <laughs> it reminds me of a pet I had as a young girl back on my father's dirt farm. It was a gorgeously plumed, booted bantam. Did you name it Henny Penny after that story? No, I called it Lysistrata after the titular character in the hilarious Greek comedy by Aristophanes. Oh. You'll have to leave my purse, little Lysistrata Junior. Hey, we should tell the driver to drop us at the studio. I'll let you do that, dear, while I fix my lipstick. That is, of course, unless you're chicken. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. This wild boar is crazy. It's covered in waste from both our bowels, and it's still trying to climb the tree to eat
6: eaters. Oh, mate with one of us, and I think it's looking at
4: you, boy. Hey, I just had this great idea. I'll throw this antique spit valve at it. I can probably spear it like in one of those movies where the people are always spearing animals. Even though as a vegetarian I would never do this to any animal that wasn't trying to eat me.
6: Oh, possibly fornicate with you, boy.
4: We mustn't forget that. I'll line it up here and launch this spit valve right between its eyes.
6: Lord, please make candle bars aim straight and true, and send that shiny piece of metal directly into this beast's brain.
4: Here I go. Oh, it bounced right off his face. Oh, no. Hey, look, there's a big chicken truck parking right by my car. See
6: there, bar. It's my beautiful wife, Mrs. Butter 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 Turn.
4: Oh, and my big fat co host, Cliff. Cliff, Mrs. Butter Butter Turn. Watch out, there's a wild boar on the loose. Where is it screaming coming from? We're up in the sycamore tree. We've been cornered by a wild boar.
6: Dear, you must both run for your lives.
4: Oh, God.
0: Quick, we should run to the erotic bakery. But the real estate office is closer. The erotic
4: bakery's got day-old ding-dongs. Perfect! We can use them to distract the boar.
0: Nuh-uh. Them's my ding-dongs.
4: Wait! Perhaps I can spray it in the eyes with this mace from my purse. Hurry! You better start running. The boar's looking your way. I think it's picking up the set of chickens from you guys. Oh, no.
0: This is the only Madonna shirt I have left that I'm not too fat for. And now it smells like a chicken. (laughs) And sounds like a chicken.
4: No, dear. It's Estrada Jr. She's somehow stowed
0: away at my purse. We gotta do something fast. That boar's looking at us and licking his lips.
4: I've got it. I'll throw the hen over toward the woods, and then the boar will chase after it and we can all get inside safely. As
0: a vegetarian, I officially disagree with your plan. But off the record,
7: throw that damn chicken! <laughs> I'm so sorry, Strata Jr. I hope you had a wonderful
4: life on the farm. <laughs>
6: Oh, you did it, dear. Oh,
4: oh, it feels great to be back on the ground.
6: Oh, it's that good old American terra firma bar. There's nothing else like it in the world. <laughs> oh my, you both seem to have fallen into a large pile of boar
4: scat. Uh, yep, that's exactly what it is, boar scat. Oh, gross. Let's get you both inside and cleaned up. Mr. Notbottom. you can wear that extra suit we keep here in the storage closet next to Funky's diapers. <laughs> Oh, my. You had an extra suit here the whole time?
0: And also, I think we're close enough that I can ask this. Why don't you wear diapers? They make them big enough. Oh, here we go.
6: Diapers? Oh, I'm a grown man and have my dignity to think of, you know. I'd rather ruin a hundred suits than wear even one diaper. Oh, never mind, dear. Let's just get you changed.
0: Kendall, Can we put on those costumes we wore to Terry the Timbs Dan Aykroyd's birthday party when we all dressed up as characters from Dan Aykroyd movies and we were both the fat blues brother?
4: Uh, That's a great idea! Here's your extra suit, dear.
0: Let's hurry so we don't miss any more of the big KBSH
4: party. I bet they're all wondering where we are. Oh my! Look here everyone, it's a photo taken of us in front of our moving trucks. The day we packed up our lives in Los Angeles and headed to Busheltown. Aw, I bet Austin took this picture. He's in Switzerland now. If you look closely behind that case of fiber bars, you can see Charles the Contractor's butt crack. Too bad he's not in Switzerland.
6: Where's Charles anyway? He could've helped us out of that tree. I sure would've
4: enjoyed seeing that wild boar force itself on him.
0: Remember? He said he was going to that alien autopsy up in Downsville.
4: Okay, let's get ready for the party. Uh uh Uh-oh.
0: Kendall, don't joke. Let us out of here. I'm starting to choke on the smell of that boar scap.
4: I can't. The, the door's stuck. This isn't some stupid magic trick of yours, is it? No, we're locked in. Oh, dear. Mr. Snodbottom, didn't you ask Charles the Contractor to fix this door?
6: <laughs> I knew I'd forgotten something. <laughs>
4: we're going to miss the party. And the desserts. Oh, is it just me or any of you starting to have a claustrophobic panic attack?
6: It does feel as though the walls are pressing in a bit. No, don't
4: say that. Listen. Let's
0: all close our eyes and do some of those visualization exercises Dr. Blathers taught Kendall and I in
4: our last co-host co-therapy session. Good idea. Everybody think of a wide open space.
6: Kendall, I think it's beginning to work.
4: Yes, I think we're all relaxing. I I see sunshine and, and butterflies.
6: I see flowers and vast expanses of rye. What do you see, boys?
4: I see trees of green Are also on the faces of people going by
6: I see friends shaking hands Saying, how do you do? What they're really saying is I love you I hear
4: babies crying
3: What a wonderful
8: world. All right, I gotta give you wicked props for staying with us this long. I'm the sun in the sky. I'm shining down on you. And up next, we got number three in a three pack of specials. Guess what? This one has A deserted island, and yes, Cliff and Kendall are both as fat as the Skipper. Oh my god, it's Cliff and Kendall, and they're castaways.
0: luxury liner bullet train has everything look at the brochure there's a 50s diner car a spa car complete with mud pits a shoe repair car an aquarium car an aromatherapy car and a live entertainment car with a talent show this Friday night oh
4: we have to sign up for that I'll do a magic show and blow everybody's mind with my sleight of hand and close-up magic
0: and I'll share my God-given perfect pitch with all the peoples of the world traveling on this train there's only one problem.
4: You've outgrown all your stage costumes?
0: Yeah, but Mrs. Butter, 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 churn is going to sew two of them together like they used to do for Oprah, so that's not the problem anymore. The problem now is that I already signed up for the talent show, but I took the last slot. But uh, holy okus-bokus, my magic! I'm sure we'll run into other talent shows as we travel the globe on this riot tour for God only knows how much longer.
4: Yeah, right. We're only traveling on this luxury train because Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Turn won tickets on a radio contest.
0: Who'd have guessed she knew all the words to hell by Allen Ginsberg? Not me.
4: I've never even heard of that song. So, what are you singing? Something about Madonna or Cher? No, uh, it's a... Hey, I just gave myself an idea. When I said Cher, I was talking about the legendary entertainer Cher, mm-hmm. but in my head I heard the words "share" as in, share this pizza with me. You've got pizza? No, no. I'm saying share sounds like share, and you and I should share the stage. Like share shared the stage with Sonny. That really wouldn't work. Me singing
0: while you do magic. Those two things have nothing to do with one another at all. W- what song are you doing? Abracadabra by the Steve Miller Band. Oh come on, that's perfect. Let's discuss it later.
4: Look, here comes Mrs. Putter, Butter Butter Journey and Mr. Snodbottom. <laughs> I knew I'd find you boys in here. Mr. Snodbottom said, where are Cliff and Kendall? And I I said, I bet they're in the make-your-own-sunday car.
6: (laughs) That's another correct assumption you've made, dear. (laughs) Why, sometimes I feel as though I've married a beautiful female Columbo.
4: (laughs) Where are you two headed? Well, we're on the way to the gaming car. There's a yet tournament tonight, and we don't want to miss it.
0: Hey, do you guys smell that? Is the train passing by an open landfill or something?
6: Oh, no. Pardon me, boy. That aroma is coming from a prescription-strength bowel sachet I've pinned beneath my sport coat. I picked it up in the aromatherapy car. Even though I told him it stinks
4: so terribly, I might prefer inhaling a bowel attack instead. (laughs) Now,
6: now, sugar lump. I think the powerfully scented sachet is working. I haven't had a bowel attack in the twenty minutes since I began wearing it. Twenty minutes? That's
4: pretty good. Enough about that. We must dash to the Yahtzee tournament. Best of luck. Uh, So back to my magic. While you sing, I could lock myself in a trunk. I like that part. Oh no, here comes Charles the Contractor and he's still playing that harmonica he found by a toilet in Ireland.
0: Every time he plays, I feel like I'm serving a life sentence in San Quentin without all the fun in the showers everybody's always talking about.
4: Charles, would you put away that harmonica? You're annoying every pastor on this luxury train. Oh, oh, sorry about that. I just got a song stuck in my heart, you know? Well, that's nice. Maybe I've been too hard on you all these years. I I could use some inspiration. What put that song in your heart? I just saw the new cover of Maxim magazine.
2: Selena Gomez is all oiled up and there's a visible panty line. Oh, God, never mind. Yeah, alright. I'll see y'all later. I'm gonna go to the medical car and get my toe fungus looked at.
4: I want to take Charles and throw him out of the train window. Or at least take that stupid harmonica and throw it out the train window. Why can't we? Kill Charles the contractor? Do we dare? I mean, it's not like I haven't thought about it. Not kill him. Get rid of his harmonica. Steal his harmonica? What if we were arrested and put in some foreign prison? They might even cut our hands off. That kind of thing happens every day. Don't you watch crime
0: shows? No, but I do watch unsolved mysteries. And Kendall, some of those mysteries were never solved. Some were later, and Robert Stack would give the update. But lots of them remain unsolved to this very day. The harmonica disappearance could be like that. We just have to be smart about it. Okay,
4: should we think about it over a couple more Sundays? (laughs) Is the frog's ass watertight? Waiter, two more biggie sized bowls, please. Mr. Snodbottom, wake
6: up! Oh, my! Oh, what's going on? Has our savior returned like a thief in the night? Oh, goodness,
4: no! It's that horrible-smelling bow sachet! Oh. It stinks to high heaven and is preventing me from getting a good night's sleep! How am I going to take Fonky and Opie to the petting zoo car tomorrow if I'm too exhausted?
6: Why don't you rest and allow me, their adoring father, to escort the children to the petting zoo car?
4: I would, Daffodil, but the stench of that bowel sachet would offend the pigs covered in their own slop.
6: Why not spray around a bit of that lovely perfume you're wearing? (laughs) Hmm.
4: This bottle of floral ecstasy costs $75, but it may be the only way I'll ever sleep tonight. My mothering abilities may depend on it.
6: Oh, with my eyes closed, I'd swear I was in the Garden of Eden. Oh,
4: now it's still not enough.
6: Almost. Just a little more. Oh my, you've created a large puddle on the bed.
4: You'll be sleeping in that tonight since it's all your fault.
6: Anything you say, dear.
4: Do you hear that? Mrs. Potter-Butter-Butter-Train keeps spraying something next door. How am I supposed to sleep with that loud spraying? You'd think a luxury train would have soundproof rooms to sleep in. It's all because of that stinking sachet of Mr.
0: Snodbottoms. I'm sure of that. You know, I think I can smell it through the wall. It's like the odor of a thousand dirty diapers.
4: Ugh, Ugh. and there goes Charles. He's terrible, it's so loud they can probably hear it back in Busheltown. Some people just don't care
0: about annoying others. And Charles is Exhibit A. Remember when he wiped his boogers on my mouse pad? Or when he used the tip of your mustard bottle to clean out the wax from his ears? Uh, Can we go over there and rip the harmonica from his hands, please? Of course not. Trust the almighty universe to deliver a plan unto us. That's what I'm doing, even though part of me doesn't believe good things happen anymore. I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal's always being snubbed at the Oscars. My studio apartment was boiled by a malfunctioning fish pool and... God, look how fat I am. Plus a bunch of other reasons, but I'm not giving in. If we can get rid of this harmonica, then maybe we can turn our lives around. Kendall? (laughs) How the... He used marshmallows for earplugs. How's that for ingenuity? (laughs) Like when a mouse builds a nest in a cracker box.
4: How was your bowl of assorted grains? Needed more sugar. But I guess they didn't have those little packets back in medieval times. I know this
0: is the medieval experience car, but I think they could have updated a few things, like having sugar for you and Pop-Tarts for me. Not everything can be authentic. I'm sure the bathrooms aren't medieval.
4: Yeah, they are. I went while you were looking for the biscuit winch. There weren't any toilets, just a jagged wooden hole in the wall so you could go out the moving train. I peed all over a family of deer waiting to cross the train tracks boy oh etiquette please on a more pleasant note my boiled goose egg had just the right amount of cumin sprinkled on its shell how was your breakfast
6: daffodil oh my quartered goat was quite succulent i'm happy to report however there was a seed in my grapefruit juice and so i'm afraid i'll have to deduct two percent from the gratuity good
15: morning ladies and gentlemen and those the traditional two-gender spectrum, this is your engineer speaking. I'm afraid we are experiencing an issue with this luxury liner bullet train. It seems a coin was placed on the tracks and running over it has caused a misalignment of the train's lightning-fast bullet wheels. For this reason, we have stopped and all passengers will need to disembark and board the next luxury liner bullet train that comes down the tracks. As for train cars 201 through 203, that's the aquarium car, the back waxing car, and the medieval experience car. You are currently situated on the Ubendorf Bridge, and you will need to board the lifeboats that can be found just outside the train in the Schubenborn River. After rowing 1.8 kilometers due northeast, you will meet up with the second bullet
4: train. Sweet hard-playing heavenly host! What about the children? Funkin' opium with Crock-Pot in the slip and slide car. If you are separated from your party, you
15: can simply find them again on the second train.
4: <laughs> what a relief! We have to climb out of the
0: train, down the bridge, and into lifeboats. Is this some kind of joke?
15: A final word to the passengers in cars two hundred one through two hundred three. Please don't waste time sitting and wondering if this is a joke. Please move towards the boats immediately.
4: Let's get going. And I guess we should look on the bright side. What's that? Free Boat ride! These lifeboats are
0: tiny. The four of us barely fit inside. And what's with all this fog? It's so
4: thick it's hard to see other lifeboats around us. (coughs) Oh my god, is the fog so thick you're coughing on it? No, I just caught the smell of Mr. Snodbottom's foul sachet.
6: Praise the newborn king. It wasn't lost in the confusion of moving from train to boat.
0: My, yes. All right, Kendall, pick up those oars and get us moving up the river and into that new train. The make-your-own-Sunday car opens in 20 minutes, and I need to be there. Me? You're the tallest. So what? If Shaquille O'Neal was here, you'd ask him to row? Of course. And if Jeffrey the Toys R Us giraffe was here, I'd ask him. His arms wouldn't be long enough. I'm sure Hasbro sells some kind of arm extenders. Boys,
4: there's no need to fight. We'll all take turns. Kendall, you first. Uh, okay. Now, just follow those other boats. What other boats? The boats from the trip. Where'd they go? Oh, dear. They rowed away while we were deciding who was going to row. But the engineer said row 1.8 kilometers northeast, so I'll just open the compass on my Apple Watch. Take it
0: off and I'll navigate since you're rowing first. And then Mr. Snodbottom will row. And then Mrs. turn, And then, if we're not already there, I'll row. Okay. Why don't you wear the watch instead of sitting it on the seat next to you? The wristband was just the teensiest bit soaked with sweat. Oh. Hey, what's that down there by your feet, Mrs. Potter-butter-butter-churn? It looks like an anchor. It sure does. Oh, it's heavy, too. Was that my watch? I'm sorry, but yes. And it was your wrist sweat that was all over my hands that made me drop that boat anchor. Now how will we find
4: our way up the river?
6: You know, boys, when I was a child, my Uncle Pepperoni taught me to navigate by using the stars in the sky. Well, that would be helpful,
4: but the sun won't go down for another ten hours. You got me there, boy.
2: Hey, just
0: because Kendall made me drop that anchor onto his Apple Watch doesn't mean we're out of hope. I bet my phone has a compass on. it.
4: Right! Smartphones these days all have a... Why isn't there... it should...
0: Oh, right. I deleted the compass because I needed extra megabytes to save a set of Jake Gyllenhaal paparazzi shots. You what? He was
3: walking
4: through the airport and yawning. Any one of you would have done the same thing. What about your phone? I was afraid one of the medieval guys might do something weird with it, so I left it in my suitcase. What about you guys? You don't happen to have your phones on you.
6: Oh, of course not, boy. Cellular telephones are for emergencies only. And since we didn't plan on any emergencies at breakfast, we didn't bring them. Well,
4: I'm pretty good with directions. I think we should go that way. No, nope, we can't. Why not?
0: Because that way you're pointing, I think we should go that way too.
4: What the hell are you talking about?
0: I think we should go that way. And I'm pretty terrible with directions. I always pick the wrong way. And if I think we should go that way,
4: then it must be the wrong way. But if you're telling me now that we should go the other way, wouldn't that make the other way the wrong way?
6: Bo oh, since Candle is rowing first, I think we should go his way.
4: Sure, whatever.
6: I don't care. Nobody really listens to me about my voice. Right. Now,
4: now, this is no time to pout. We're on the beautiful Schuhenborn River, even if it is covered with dense fog. And say, I know what would make us all feel better.
3: Row, row, row your boat. gently row, roll
1: your boat. Row, row, row your boat. Y- сюж-
3: row, row,
1: you row your, prose- R- awesome. <şa-> roll, your boat. gently down the stream. Surely life is as row your boat
6: down the, we down
4: the Hey, we've
2: hit land!
0: Alright, let's find the train. I need a hot fudge injection.
6: Oh, the thickness of this fog reminds me of the pea soup we had on your last birthday, girl.
4: Don't remind me. The chef got the recipe all wrong. Far too much chili powder. I liked his use of rye, though. (laughs) Oh my, why are my lavender pumps sinking into sand? Hey everybody, the fog clears
0: once you get up here by the palm trees. Oh no, we went the wrong
4: way and ended up on a deserted island!
0: Maybe not. Maybe beyond the jungle here is the train. We just need to, you know, use one of those sword things to hack through all this undergrowth. Keep dreaming. We're castaways. This is just like Gilligan's Island, except we're both the skipper. Okay, we're both the skipper in size, but my essence is a blend of Ginger and the Professor, and your Gilligan meets Marianne.
4: Then who are Mr. and Mrs. Howell? <laughs> Daffodil. My scarf is called a tropical tree
6: branch! I'll get a sugar lump. <laughs> now, we've got to find a way off this island that Kendall steered us onto. Uh, okay, okay. It's already been established that Cliff has his
4: phone, so he'll just dial up the train company and they can send a helicopter or something to get us. Sure,
0: okay. Even though I hate talking on the phone this day and age, I'll just call him from this big, comfortable-looking log over here. I'll need to sit, because I'll probably be on hold for hours.
7: Oh, dear, watch out for that... Whoa! Ah,
0: Coconut! Oh, shit! My phone! Is it broken? You tell me, as you pick the broken shards out of my ass. Oh, no! How can we contact the outside world? Worry about that later. I was serious about those shards.
4: And even though I know how very far apart we are, it helps to think we might be wishing on the same bright star. I'm wishing on the really bright one, straight up and to the left. And finally, my dearest Susan, I may never leave this island alive, but I'll never stop loving you. Eternally yours, Kendall.
0: That's really touching. Did I spell eternally right? I don't think it matters. You wrote the letter in the sand, so she probably won't ever see it. Well, I had to do something. Hey, I understand. We've been stuck here for nine hours, and the hunger is driving us insane. There's a patch of wild-growing cauliflower over there, and I almost ate some. But never mind that. Come look at what Mrs. Turn made. Whoa! It's a hut big enough for all four of us, fashioned from palm fronds and bamboo. No,
4: it's nothing, dears, just a skill I picked up as a bushel scout leader 37 years ago.
6: <laughs> oh, your modesty is remarkable, girl.
4: Now we just need a fire so I can roast some of that wild cauliflower over there. Does anybody know how to start a fire? I could have easily a little while ago, but now the sun is too low for any of my bushel scout tricks. I wish I hadn't been so busy thatching that roof.
0: Come on, we all need to calm down. You know what Jerry Seinfeld would say if he were here?
4: What's the deal with being stuck on this deserted island?
0: Yeah, and then he'd riff on the beach and stuff for a while. But after that, he'd tell us to try Transcendental Meditation. He's real big on it. What do we do? Let's sit over here where we would have built a fire. And now, okay, you're going to be surprised at how helpful TM can be. TM's what Jerry and I call Transcendental Meditation. Now, everybody close your eyes. Clear your mind of all thoughts.
4: Concentrate on your breathing. Ugh! What's that stink? Did a rotting squid corpse just wash up beside us or something? No! Dear, you're smelling Mr. Stodbottom's bowel sachet. Okay, okay.
0: Kendall, don't talk. I thought that would have been obvious, but I guess not. Everybody just think about your breath as it enters and leaves your body.
4: Hey, I know we're meditating, but my subconscious had a great idea. We can get back on the boat and row. What was that? Oh, the sun is setting and I can barely see. But I think someone's walking up on the beach toward
6: us. Oh Lord, let it be a rescuer sent from your heavenly bosom. Oh god,
2: no. Oh,
4: hey guys. What <laughs> tells the contractor? How did you find us? Oh well. I was having
2: my back waxed when they evacuated the train, so I got in a lifeboat and, and I drank 40 ounces of malt liquor and passed out. I only woke up when my lifeboat crashed into that other lifeboat down on the beach. No! Your boat crashed into ours? Oh, yeah, it's just a big pile of wood chunks now. <laughs> Speaking of chunks, I gotta go blow some, so uh, pardon me while I find a bush.
4: Now we'll never get off this island.
0: I can't believe we had to walk into the jungle just to get away from the noise in our hut.
4: It was like Mr. Snodbottom timed his sleep farts to come out between Charles the Contractor's snores. It was horrible, and now the rest of our lives will be horrible. We're going to be
0: sleeping in that hut with snores and farts forever.
4: You're right. This is our life now. This island, the beach, the jungle, the snores and farts, they're all we have.
0: I just wish we had some escape. Even just some kind of mental escape to take our minds off the fact that we're walking around in the place where our dusty bones are going to remain, but never ever be
4: discovered. Oh no, I just realized. This is how our show ends, too. Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. It'll just never re-air after whatever that last show was. Oh god, not that one. It was so stupid. Oh shit, you're right. I just hope our listeners got
0: the point of our show. That life is too important to talk seriously about it and that love and friendship conquer all. And though we may not live to see it, humankind can and will come together, finding strength and diversity to create a world united in peace and harmony. That's it! I know. That was the point of our show. I just wonder if all the belches didn't confuse people, though.
4: No! Harmony! That's our mind escape! We can steal and hide Charles the Contractor's harmonica! Now that's a good plan. But how do we do it? We could find a really big magnet. I was gonna
7: say
0: that! I knew it! Ah! Ah! Quiet down, boys, or you'll wake the whole island! Sorry, you just scared us. We were out here plotting in the moonlight.
4: Yes, I was gathering coconuts to make a pie for breakfast and I heard you both talking about Charles the Contractor's harmonica!
0: I know, stealing your contractor's harmonica isn't proper etiquette.
4: But it's driving us nuts! I'm not here to correct your etiquette this time! What?! I think I know a way we could scratch each other's backs! Hey, yeah, just like those two orangutans we saw this afternoon. Yes. Now, I'm sure I can get rid of Charles's harmonica if you two would be willing to destroy Mr. Snodbottom's bowel sachet. But hasn't it drastically
0: reduced the number of bowel attacks he suffers each day?
4: It has. I'll be honest about that. However, the horrible stench emitted by the sachet is worse. It's all I smell anymore. I've never smelled anything worse. And you know, as a girl, I once slipped on some wet rye shavings and fell into a pile of mule droppings. Naturally, I screamed as I fell until my mouth was wide open and droppings flooded into my mouth, nose, and ears. (laughs) Oh boys, I'm here to tell you, those mule droppings smelled like floral ecstasy perfume compared to my husband's bowel sachet. Why, I'm even finding him less attractive as a man! Alright, we'll do it. What are you going to do with the harmonica? I think the less we know about each other's actions, the better. And, after
0: tonight, we never speak of this again. Now we should all shake hands. All three at once?
4: Yeah. Well, how should we do it? I'll shake hands with Cliff with my right hand, and Kendall with my left. And Kendall, you grab my left hand. And I'll I'll take Mrs. Potter, turns hand with my right. There we go.
0: I'll we'll save you, Miss Piggy. Okay, now I'm the bad guy. I'm just a long John
2: Silver, a pirate looking for treasure.
4: Oh, all right, boys, that's enough playing Muppet Treasure Island. You've only just finished breakfast, and I don't want you getting a cramp. Yes, Mrs. Yes. Mrs.
6: Potter Butter Butter Churn. That was a delicious coconut cream pie, Sugar Lump. I don't know how you do it.
4: No, well I simply gathered 40 coconuts, bashed them against a rock, and then mixed the inside to some artificial sweetener I had in my purse.
0: <laughs> Remarkable girl. Okay, Candle, I think now is the
4: time. Oh, uh, um uh, Mr. Snodbottom, could I borrow your sports coat? Why?
6: Whatever for.
4: Um this island breeze is giving me a chill.
6: A chill? Candle <laughs> Bower, the temperature must be at least 90 degrees.
4: Come on, I just want to put on your jacket. Don't you think you might explode it out with your big fat body? That's not helping. Mr. Snodbottom, please, I'm very chilly and I'd like to wear your coat. All
6: right, whatever you say, boy. Oh, thank you. I'll
4: just put it on here.
6: Oh, wow, it's snug. Just one thing. I'll take that bowel sachet from the inner pocket. (laughs) Wouldn't want to forget that. Oh, no.
3: Crap.
0: Don't give up. Hey, Mr. Snodbottom, you hear that bird? What kind of bird is that, you think? I don't believe I'm familiar with that particular species. Does it uh, remind you of any birds you saw a long time ago or anything? Maybe a bird your Uncle Pepperoni pointed out once? Oh, my.
6: Now that you mention it, I do recall a day in which Uncle Pepperoni had been to a wedding. <laughs> he came over and was covered in rice, which was, of course, a favorite food of any bird lucky enough to find a loose grain. Unfortunately, my mother's pet canary had escaped her cage earlier that morning.
0: Hey, Mr. Snodbottom, will you hold this coconut shell for a sec?
6: All right. As I was saying, my mother's pet canary was fluttering around the house, loose. Uh, Sorry to interrupt, Mr. Snodbottom, but would you hold this piece of rotting driftwood? Okay, boy, but my arms are getting rather full. Back to the canary. Yes, uh, let's see here. Oh, yes. The canary was hiding beneath the piano bench. We didn't know that, of course, as Uncle Pepperoni sat down to play the hit song Sister Susie's Sewing Says for Soldiers.
0: I need you to hold one more thing. This big handful of sand. Oh, I'm afraid I'm unable to hold anything else. <laughs> Sorry about that, boy. No, I'm sure we can make it off fit. You give everything you're holding to Kendall. Great idea. Take these things here. Got them. Okay. And then I'll arrange the stuff in your arms, Mr. Snotbottom. See, if you, right over here, and see, it all fits great.
4: And now that handful of sand. Hey, and weren't you telling me a long, boring story about a canary?
6: Oh, yes, I'd almost forgotten. Anyway, a grain of rice fell from Uncle Pepperoni's pocket. The canary ate it, and just after we applauded the piano performance, the bird exploded. Oh no!
4: Oh well. Kendall, you want to get back that jacket now? Yes. Oh, I'm warm. Here, Mr. Soundbottom. I'll just
6: put it over your shoulders. Okay. (laughs) Oh, how much longer should I hold this debris, boy? Uh, five more minutes. And we'll be right back. We have to go
0: bury something in the jungle. No, wait. I mean. He means shit in the jungle. Yeah, yeah. We have to go bury our shit in the jungle. Be right back.
4: Did I miss breakfast? Yes, but it would be improper etiquette for me not to plan ahead for those with improper etiquette. And so I did save you a serving of coconut cream pie. It's in this Tupperware I fashioned from tree bark.
2: Oh, hey, thanks. I got caught up watching some seagulls have
4: a threesome. Hmm, yes, well, Charles, I don't suppose there's anything I could say that would make you part with that harmonica, is there? Oh, hey, no way. It's been my favorite possession
2: since I slipped in that puddle of pee and found it on the bathroom floor. Oh, there's... There's nothing I could trade you for it. I have quite a few items in my purse. Oh, uh, not unless you got a girly magazine with a hot babe on the front with a visible panty line.
4: Uh, uh, hmm. Well, I, I do have this copy of Home Life Magazine. It's it's a Christian periodical with Kathy Lee Gifford on the cover. She's wearing a very chic wool pantsuit.
2: Oh yeah, that's close enough. Here you go.
4: Oh, <laughs> wonderful.
6: Dear. Yeah. Do you think it's all right if I put down this debris I was holding for Cliff and Candle?
4: Oh yes, I'm sure it's okay. Say, do you smell that?
6: Why yes, oh, it's a bit salty, isn't it? What do you suppose it is?
4: I I think, I, I think it's the ocean. Ooh. We've been on this island for 24 hours, and I'm just now smelling the ocean.
6: Oh my. It's just a lovely aroma. Oh, 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 excuse me, sugar lump, but my bowels were moved by the scent of the ocean. I suppose my bowels are seasoned. Oh, oh, oh no! Oh, where is it? Oh, 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 oh. We're back,
4: and boy, did we have good shits.
6: Candleboy, my bowelsache is missing. Has anyone seen it?
4: Um. Well. Mm-hmm.
0: Need a
6: diversion. Yeah, um hey, hey everybody,
0: look back into the jungle. It's one of those orangutans that Charles taught to flip the bird. Oh my! Oh that's bitchin. Where is it?
6: Oh, <gasps> not an innocent bird. Not
4: that kind of bird. He's talking about a rude gesture, dear. Hey, what's everybody looking at? What? Who said that? It's a cruise ship! Is that Qif? Kendall? And
0: all their friends? It's us! Terry the tear. Is that you? It is!
5: I'm temping as a cruise ship captain this week and was holding my map upside down and
4: wound up on this uncharted island. We're just about to make a U-turn. Wait! Can we come aboard? We're stranded! Well, of course! Oh, thank God! We're saved! <laughs> <laughs> what about
6: my bowels? she?
4: No, there's no time to look for it now. I'm I'm sure Terry the Temp has a schedule to keep and we wouldn't want to upset her temp agency by making the ship late. All aboard! Mm. you notice Charles isn't playing his harmonica? Hey, yeah. I wonder how Mrs. Butter 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 Churn got rid of it. Probably some really complicated but honest plan that we could never guess. That sounds right. Hey, I bet we'll be back on the train in time for the talent show. You're
0: right. You know what? I think I've come up with a whole new act.
4: Just sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a
6: fateful trip That started from a bullet train traveling across Europe The train stopped and we had to leave, there was nowhere to hide
4: We climbed down and we buckled up
6: for a short boat ride a A very
4: short boat ride The air that day was full of fog and the sea was full of salt then Kendall crashed us on an island. It wasn't all my fault. It wasn't all my fault. We
1: were rescued by our friend the Timp. Now everything's just fine for co-host Cliff and Kendall too. Mrs. Potter, butter, butter churn. Mr. Snodbottom, also Charles the Contractor. Here on Cliff and Kindle's hey, island in the stream. That is what we are, no one in between, how can we be wrong, sail away with me, to another world, and we rely on each other, uh-huh, from a lover to another, uh-huh. Just away, dear, we're
4: going to sail together. Oh, oh,
6: oh. Sail away with me girl <laughs> <laughs> You know I will,
4: dear <laughs> Daffodil, as long as you don't bring that sachet
7: with you Oh, my. Islands in the
3: stream That is what we are No one in between How can we be wrong? Sail away with, with me to, to another, another world When we rely on each other Ha-ha! Uh-huh. From one love into another. ha
4: uh-huh. Oh, God, is that... Charles, the contractor playing that trumpet? Oh, hey guys, uh,
2: look what I found under some dirty Kleenex in the garbage.
3: (laughs) Oh Oh, no! no.
8: Alright, that's it for this summertime. Triple play, I'm the Summer Sun, and that's it. Peace out, guys. Alright, what you waiting around for? I don't have any uh, leftover scraps. <sighs> Alright, here's a quarter. Go and spend it in the Cliff and Kendall jukebox and get out of here, you filthy animal.
0: It just keeps
4: getting hotter all over the nation Don't forget your water or you'll face dehydration Oh, hot, hot summer, hot, hot summer, it's a
1: hot, hot summer today Oh, what fun it is to bake beneath the sun's hot rays Hot, hot summer, hot, hot summer, it's a hot, hot summer today Oh, what fun it is to bake beneath the sun's hot ray.
0: Hot, hot summer, everybody, hot, hot summer, it's
1: hot, hot Hot, hot, hot summer today.
15: Oh, what fun it is to bake beneath beneath the sun's hot hot, ray.
1: Hot, hot summer, hot, hot Hot, summer, it's it's hot, hot summer today. Oh, what fun it it is to bake beneath beneath the sun's hot (laughs) ray.